Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. How is everyone out there in internet land doing? We hope you are doing well. I am your host with the most Papa Spice. I'm joined by two of my best buds, Harry and Hans, and we like to talk, discuss, dissect everything pop culture, but specifically movies and TV most often. Uh, boys, it is a new year, 2024, coming in hot. How we doing, uh, you know, a week and a half into the new year? Hans, how about you? How you living? How's your holidays? It just, it's just another <laughs> year. Um, it was good. I, you know, I, I took some time off from work. Um, some scheduled, some unscheduled. Uh, but you know, it was it was nice. To, it, it's it's crazy to how much to navigate when we first had Finn uh, four and a half years ago um, with just one child. It was nuts, and then with two child, two children, two childs, two children. It is uh, even crazier. Um, and our living room doesn't have much space, so it didn't. So we got all that stuff put away. But uh, I get anxiety around Christmas just because it's just like. I I I need, I need things to be neat, and it's not when you have two children. One of them doesn't. Mm. We can, get, can get, honestly. I can give give Riley a banana, and she'd be she'd be happy. She doesn't care. But yeah, but it was it was good. Um, it was very much needed. Just a couple days off. I know we all had a few days extended weekend off from work. So yeah, now we're now we're back. Just the a whole a whole new year of uh movies getting delayed into 2025 and 2026 well uh happy to hear your holiday season was good dude you got to get on that time management kick you got to combine interests so just have finn and riley clean up and do a photo shoot at the same time and yeah boom you're you're all set set. i could i know (laughs) right riley she just rolled over for the first time so i mean she's getting to the point where she she could probably clean up after herself at this point yeah, just yeah, put like a cloth under her and just have her roll yeah, around. She'll be her own little Roomba. <laughs> give her a little like I give her Popeyes or something for dinner. She she can eat that. <laughs> Love <Beautiful>. that. <laughs> yeah, a little wing. Start them off right. <laughs> yeah, a little drumstick. Uh, Hare, how was your holiday season? How you doing for the new year? Uh, great. I feel like I haven't seen you guys since last year. Um, that's oh. untrue. Uh, but uh, <laughs> literally I've, saw you today. Uh, we haven't potted uh since last year. Uh. No, the holiday season, I mean, it's always a, a wonderful time. I'm trying to be less grinchy during the holiday season and more uh, involved in the holiday season. So trying to be a supportive husband in that realm. And, you know, as Hans mentioned, you know, a little one on the way come next Christmas, uh, you know, due here in April. So that'll be uh, exciting and interesting. But, um, you know, caught some content that uh, I guess uh, during the holiday season as a ton of stuff arrives. And I know we didn't record um, cause there wasn't that, you know, Avatar or Star Wars this year or something. Uh, what was it? Spider-Man, I think the one year actually. Um, mm-hmm. so, but yeah, just happy to, happy to be here in the new year, excited, uh, for new content and new material for us to dive into. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to be off to a slow start <laughs> with January, <laughs> but Don't be beyond worried. that. Yeah. Um, well, my holiday season was pretty good. It was it was quiet for the most part. Or actually, let me strike that and uh, redo it. But uh, Christmas was very hectic because we were traveling all over the place between visiting family, doing fun uh, Christmas events, that type of stuff. So we were all over the place. And that was um, I had fun 
watching my daughter have fun. I'll say that. But yeah. driving back and forth and just, you know, hustling and bustling, not a huge fan of that. New Year's was a little, um, was a lot more calmer, actually. And that's more my vibe. So we were good there. But uh, yeah, man, the holiday season, it um, it came and went so quick. And now here we are. It's kind of wild. Yeah, time definitely uh, flew by pretty quickly in regards to that. So that was disappointing to see. I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. I even, I, you just made me depressed all over again because of how quickly it went by. Well, I'm sorry. And I don't mean to get you depressed, but you know what will cheer you up? Some hot news from oh, our man on the street, uh-oh. our roving reporter, one Mr. Chris Hanratty. <laughs> All right, so uh, start off with the the weekly box office this week. So last week, number one, I, I'm, I'm I could do all four weeks or however long we didn't record. I'm just doing the last one. Um, so uh, number one was, was Wonka, fourteen point one million. Uh, number two was Night Swim, which I don't know what that was, eleven point eight million. Number three is Jason Momoa's uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, uh, which is a third at ten point six. That's all right. That's you know, sending it on on its way. Hopefully, number four is migration with ten million, and number five is the romantic comedy Anyone But You with nine point eight million. Um, I have not seen any of these movies on this list. Uh, I actually told our buddy Tim that I might give Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom a shot on Saturday just to make him feel better. So if you're listening, Tim, I'm sorry. I agreed to something I'm probably not going to follow up on. <laughs> um, but yeah, that we are now officially at the end of the uh, the DC cinematic universe or whatever it was called. So, uh, uh, you know, it was, this movie was apparently so bad that it, 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 it caused Jason Momoa to get a divorce from it. Um, so <laughs> sorry, that was me. I'm, I'm sorry, Jason Momoa. I saw the reason I took that opportunity and I, it, it sounded a lot funnier in my head. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll turn, I know you guys have probably seen a few of these movies. Um, <clears throat> maybe fill me in on what night swim and migration is. Um, I believe Migration is like an animated movie, if I am correct. Cool. All right. Uh, Har, you've I, you've probably seen at least four of these or all five. Wow. Wow. I appreciate it. I've seen three am out of five. Am I wrong? I've seen oh, three right. out of five. So uh, Night Swim was on the list, but I had used all my uh, – shout out A-list, uh, AMC's A-list. Uh, I'd run out of uh, my movies for the week, so I decided uh, Night Swim was not going to be seen. This guy, um, Mr. Moviegoer. Oh, uh, check me out there. See me on the streets. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, I saw Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Shout out to him again. Uh, we uh, we saw it together. Uh, it was pretty awful. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't really have a good time. Uh, I was uh, upset the whole time I watched it. Um, my wife had some friends over for a uh, Pollyanna gift exchange. Uh, so I decided to get out of the house and... Lo and behold, Tim said, this works out perfectly. I'm seeing Aquaman at this time. And I said, dang, I guess I'm seeing Aquaman. So it didn't put up too much of a fight. Um, He seemed to have a better time than I did. I gave this movie one and a half stars. 
Um, probably maybe a tad harsh, but I didn't find anything redeemable in this movie uh, at all. Um, Night Swim, I mean, uh, as, as our roaming reporter, uh, I guess uh, missed this one out on the streets. Uh, this one's basically a, a haunted pool. Um, is uh, the best way I, I think I've I've could describe this based off of the trailer and what I've seen. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting concept. I think it's Blumhouse. Um, you know, it's that it's it's got a PG thirteen rating, so you know, take that with a grain of salt. I guess going in, um, it might not be as uh, horrifying as you think it is. Um, I was interested, you know, to see if it would be any good, but um, reviews have been otherwise. Uh, haven't seen migration. That sounds like a perfect movie for, for you and the Finster, uh, hands. If you're, if you're looking to take him to see something, I'm probably, I'm sure it's pretty short as well. Um, and anyone, but you solid rom-com. I'll talk a little bit about that, uh, later. Uh, but solid rom-com and, uh, have some issues with it, but, um, you know, it's a solid date movie. If you're, if you're looking to do that thing, I easily could see that movie, uh, being on Netflix and being number one on their streaming charts in, in the next month or so. Um, if they're smart, they'll hopefully drop that uh, on there probably or near or close to Valentine's day to kind of capitalize on that. If they don't have anything in the pipeline and uh, Wonka is the other one I saw um, great family time, uh, you know, might be a little tough uh, for the youngins for you guys to, to bring. Cause I, I don't know if there's enough imagination and, and wonder in it as, as, as much as there is in the movie, um, I think it's just a, up a little bit. If they were maybe in elementary school um, or kindergarten, I would say probably they would uh, they would fly with this movie. So, but yeah, Wonka Wonka is a solid time. So, Greg, I, I if I'm correct, I don't think you've seen any uh, of the top five. I think your hands in it this uh, this box office uh, week. I am, yeah. So. I did catch plenty of content over the holiday season, and we'll dive into that in a bit. But for these movies, I haven't actually seen any of them. Um, Wonka may be in the works uh, soon. There's not a ton out at the box office right now, and the stuff I want to see kind of has limited showtimes. So I might default to this. And I wasn't originally looking forward to it, but um, positive word of mouth has kind of swayed me. Flip side for Night Swim, I was looking forward to it based off the trailers. And then when I found out this was PG 13 and the feedback was not great, I was like, mm, I'll probably just sit this one out. Uh, migration, no interest. And my daughter's too young for the movies so far. So um, that's going to be an easy skip. And um, I'm sorry, what were the others? There was anyone but you. Yeah, anyone but uh, you. And I mean, did you mention Lost Kingdom? Aquaman too. Oh no, it's no, no. Oh yeah, okay. So that. those two. Yeah, right. Aquaman is a hard no. Um, I have less than zero interest in seeing that. Good riddance to the Snyderverse, DCEU, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Goodbye. Uh, there were a few bright spots, but those were few and far between. And hey, maybe now right. we'll see Jason Momoa as um, Lobo. Uh, which he should have been from the beginning. And then um, as far as uh, anyone but you, I was actually talking about this with you guys at lunch yesterday, which was interesting because I had no idea what this was. And then I saw a trailer for it recently and Sydney Sweeney's acting 
<laughs> uh, looks horrendous. That trailer, maybe maybe she's a solid actress. I don't know. Like White Lotus, she was okay in, but that trailer certainly did her no favors. Um, so I'm hard out on that. And uh, I mean, if you would have shown that to me and asked me to choose whether that was a Netflix movie or a uh, theatrical release, I probably would have said Netflix movie because it doesn't. Right. It doesn't look um, polished. Um, so, yeah, there's my thoughts on the top five, which I have not seen any of. All right. Cool beans. I want to see Wonka. <laughs> yeah, thanks. For, I, I do want to see Wonka. And I know I think Finn's a little too young for that. So if it's not animated, he doesn't really care. So. Yeah, I mean, I think if it was a little bit more silly <laughs> or a little bit more gaggy, I think you would. But there's definitely some. I don't want to say heavy dialogue scenes, but there's a lot of back and forth with some of the characters. And I don't think there's enough zaniness for kids to just kind of giggle along to. I think it's um, edges slightly a little bit. So like you kind of have to comprehend. Uh, it, is, it is funny because for, we did go over our cousin's house for, um, for Christmas on Christmas morning and Willy Wonka, the Gene Wilder was on Finn was watching it and it was at the part of the boat right after Augustus gets sucked up the tube. And that's one of the scary. That's a that's a horrifying scene. I thought Finn was going to get creeped out from it. And, he left. You know, oh, he Someone was just, say he karmic. Was, he was just he was just <laughs> flat out. He was just flat out just like laughing the whole time and smiling. So I'm like, all right, well, let's turn this off. You've seen you've seen too much of this. Well, all right. Let me ask you about Wonka. Does it? Um, yeah. Is it? Is it colorful? Because like in the trailers, it just seems very drab at least like the color palette anyway i think there's like set pieces of colorfulness um okay i mean part of it is you know i mean he's definitely a little colorful and you know his uh bag of chocolate factory making machine is definitely got some color to it but i think it has more of set pieces or um it kind of has you know i don't it's not a true musical but it has some musical numbers that kind of you know make some things pop um and sure. the songs are catchy for it but uh yeah I, I i don't know i'm trying to think of what movie recently for kids like i feel like maybe i don't know i didn't see this movie but like the greatest showman i feel like you could show to a young kid and it's just got so much pizzazz and color like it's not like that exactly it's a little bit more drab but it, mm. it's similar to paddington i guess but it doesn't have like the cute fuzzy bear so mm. as your main character so i think that's kind of where you know I don't know. A couple, a couple of years. I think if they were six, I think six and up. That's the thing too. It's like I think anybody uh, over the age of six would really have a great time. You could pretty much take anybody to Wonka, in my opinion. Take the grandmas and the uncles and the cousins and the brothers and the sisters and the mothers. Grandpa Joe's. Yeah. You know, bring on Grandpa, Grandpa Josephine's. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Get him out of bed after twenty years. <laughs> Doing his dance. Yeah. Um, all right, next. So the Golden Globes were Sunday, um, hosted by one of the one of this is one of the worst performancing in a monologue ever, uh, and just and, and hosting in general. Uh, and if it, if I'm sorry, I, I forget his name. Joe Coy is that yes, was Joe his Coy. name. Yeah. Joe Coy, yep. uh, who was asked to host the Golden Globes ten days before the show was uh, was airing. So. You know, there's definitely I uh, even took some shots at some of the writers uh, and the time that he had to write some of these jokes. But um, I, I think there were some surprises with some of the results. I mean, Oppenheimer took drama motion picture. Uh, Killian Murphy took actor in a drama motion picture. Paul Giamatti, an actor in a musical comedy film, um, 
Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon took actress in a drama. Um, and supporting actress in a motion picture was Divine Joy Randolph from The Holdovers, uh, which joined Giamatti with that one. Um, and then best actor in a motion picture was Robert Downey Jr. And then the new award that they just added, which I guess was to compete with the whatever cinematic moment that the Oscars did that um, that Justice League had won that one time. I don't know what it was. <laughs> cinematic and box office achieve- achievement, which went to Barbie. Um, you know, the list is online of, of, of all the winners. It seems like there were a few surprises. Um, I know best animated film went to the boy and the heron. I know we were all kind of on the same page where I, I kind of think, I think we all agree that it should have been across the spider verse. Uh, I don't know if I'm biased because, uh, I love that movie more than anything. And, uh, I didn't see boy and the heron, uh, but one person did on the show and, he agreed that it was Harry agreed that Spider-Verse probably should have won or at least is better than the boy in the heron. Um, but outside of some of the others, um, you know, some of the TV shows succession won um, best TV series along with best actor and best actress. Um, and then beef, which I haven't watched yet on Netflix. Um, one best, best comedic actress and actor from Ali Wong and Steven Yen. Um, yeah. I, I, I know Greg, you are in, to you are you're not too hyped up about the golden globes um at least we've said before and and in a text exchange in our group chat you have said that um your wife was watching them and you were yeah. uh you were in the room at the time so i know we were doing some commentary during that but what were your thoughts of anything surprising like i will you watch the golden globes now what did, did this do anything to bring you back to watching the golden globes Boy, do I have thoughts. Um, I've been mm. chomping at the bit, ready to go here. <clears throat> First of all, Golden Globes, um, sham awards. You know, say what you will about the Oscars, but the Oscars are voted on by peers in the industry, right? Um, the Golden Globes are v- voted on by the press, the Hollywood foreign press, to be specific. So, I don't know. I just, it doesn't, the awards don't seem to have as much merit. I would throw this along with like people's choice or like Nickelodeon kids choice awards or something. You know, I don't know. Like there's, there's not a ton of prestige to me with golden globes. Um, That said, I think generally speaking, you can kind of see like people use golden globes as an indicator of like, what are certain films chances for Oscars? Um, just kind of, they use them a little bit as predictors. Um, before I get into the winners and or losers, uh, I do want to comment on Joe Coy because like I had mentioned in our group chat, but like we, Joe Coy is my wife's favorite comedian. Um, and I'm pretty sure that was the sole reason she wanted to watch golden globes. Cause usually, She's like ambivalent towards award shows, but um, we saw him live last year. He was tremendous. I I haven't seen a ton of his stand up stuff. My wife has. She watches all of his specials, but uh, his live show was tremendous. He just it was like an hour and a half, two hours, solely him riffing on the crowd, like just pulling off new material. And he's like why would I do a routine when you can go home and watch it on Netflix? And I'm like, right on brother. Like that's the way it should be. Uh, very 
very funny show, and I would recommend him live to anyone. That said, this was a terrible miscalculation on his part to take this. I understand 10 days left. They were looking for a host. And look, this was only going to end one of two ways. It was either going to be amazing or he was going to fail spectacularly. And he failed spectacularly. The comedy was not funny. And, you know, whether they were jokes written by him or the writers or both, I don't know. I, I, I think both because that seems to be the way these award shows work. But none of it landed for me. Um, there were moments that were just like very cringe. Uh, the Taylor Swift moment comes to mind. Uh, the joke about uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie didn't land for me. Um, so I don't know. I know, you know, the goal is to keep these things um, light. And I'm sure he was paid a princely sum, but he also got a lot of negative PR for it. And it's like in the end, was it worth it in the long run? Was the damage to the brand worth whatever, you know, PR you might have gotten for hosting it? Um, that out of the way, a winners, the winners were um, mostly predictable, I think. Uh, the re- The one award that really bummed me out was Best Supporting Actor with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Not that I I don't think he um, deserved it, but I was really, really hoping for Willem Dafoe as a dark horse, but but mostly Mark Ruffalo. I cannot say enough great things about his performance in Poor Things, and I feel like that was more of a stretch um in terms of acting chops for him than the role that um Robert Downey played in Oppenheimer um i think i got more out of the ruffalo role and i think it showed a wider range from him than what downey did in oppenheimer again not taking anything away from that cuz that was a stacked field it really was yeah. but uh i really just would have liked to see ruffalo win and the other thing that i mentioned in the um uh, the text chat too, which uh, also Spider Verse. Well, while we have that on on my mind, that definitely should have won. I mean, I didn't see the Boy and the Heron, but Spider Verse was my movie of the year. Um, you guys all had it up there as well, so there was that. But the only other thing I could think of was uh, Past Live got a lot of nominations, um, and unfortunately, Past Lives did not win any of the uh, awards it was nominated for. Again very stacked year it was just kind of disappointing to um to not see it get any type of recognition beyond nomination so that was kind of a shame but happy overall with um the rest of the choices beef i part of me wants to watch it um part of me wanted to watch it even before all of these nominations i remember when it dropped it was getting a lot of love but there was also some controversial aspects uh regarding one of the actors in it and i didn't want to support that so i don't know maybe maybe i'll take another look at things and see if um see what's good but uh but yeah oh and and steven young dropping out of um thunderbolts tangentially since we're on the topic good for of him. him that was pretty disappointing too not anything, you know, it's not his fault. Um, the strikes put delays on things and timing just didn't work out now, but 
I was excited to see an actor of his caliber stepping into a major role. And now we'll just have to wait. I think it's funny. I did see, um, I know, discussing film on Twitter, but then there's also discussing film um, that I fell for one of their things where it's a Stephen Young, why uh, he backed out of the Thunderbolts. And his quote was that he read the script and decided it wasn't for him and then then dropped out. So I believed nice. it at first. And then I read, you know, continued reading and realized that wasn't realized the case. It was from me. That yeah. was a, a, a fake news source. Uh, Hare, how about you? What are your thoughts on the Globes? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Hans put it the the correct way. It's a good barometer to kind of see what's in store for award season for the most part, and who are the, I would say, contenders. And the thing I think that uh, there wasn't that many winners, to be honest. Um, you know, in TV, you had Succession, Beef, and The Bear. So um, I guess if you watched anything else this year, it wasn't as good as those shows. Um, uh, I mean, I'm a fan of The Bear and Succession, so um, kudos to them. Um, and then on the film side, I mean, you had the holdovers, you had poor things, you had uh, Oppenheimer, uh, a little love for Anatomy of a Fall and for Killers of the Flower Moon, but uh, not much else uh, in regards to that. Um, you know, in regards to the Joe Coy stuff, I mean, I'm always whatever about hosts. I think they have a tough job and I don't think there's just like public speaking or, you know, um, outgoing people, uh, you know, uh, who engage with, with many others. I don't think it's, it's for everybody. Um, I also don't think you should be on the, the attack, uh, you know, treating it as though you gotta get one over on everybody, uh, not get one over, but like poke fun at everybody. You know, you can have a little lightheartedness or, you know, maybe talk about your own experience with it. Um, I know we only hey, have 10 days. We're here to celebrate. You know, like yeah. why, why be malicious? And the other thing with this too is, is there's there was a ton, a ton of stars there. You know, as hand mentioned, hands mentioned with the the yeah. box office award, like you get Taylor Swift there because her movie's nominated, and it's like you give it to Barbie, but like Barbie was number one at the box office, so does that mean you just have to be number one to like win yeah. that? It would have. What been, other choice could there be? <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's yeah, I, I mean, Taylor Swift did do something unique with her movie and, you know, kind of dominated the month of October in a way. Um, so but like, you know, and then you had Bruce Springsteen song nominated. You had a bunch of, I guess, musical uh, original song artists that were like pretty famous. So you have a ton of famous people in there. I, I don't think, you know, going in there and roasting everyone is the best idea, nor do I think it's a great idea to to roast the people who are trying to help you. Um, you know, I wouldn't get up at my job and be like, Hey, uh, you know, the people who helped me, they, they, they're the problem, um, with that. So, um, I get it. You know, it's, it, it felt like to me, like he had a moment of, of either frustration or he felt like he wasn't doing well and he, he kind of, you know, stepped on it a little bit, but I think he'll be fine. Um, I, you know, I think his, his audience will be fine with that. Um, as Greg said, he's, he's a great comedian live, but, uh, yeah, I mean the final thoughts, I mean, watch out for, for Oppenheimer, watch out for Paul Giamatti and, and Murphy going head to head for best, uh, actor, Emma Stone and Lily Gladstone for best actress. Uh, when that comes out, I think those two will be, you know, neck and neck and, you know, we'll kind of see where the chips fall with that. But, uh, yeah, I think Oppenheimer, obviously the big winner, um, you know, and is the front runner and has been the front runner, I think, since it came out for the award season. So I had uh, two other thoughts real quick. Um, number one, uh, yeah, I was 
surprised at the the amount of stars there. I mean, Harrison Ford, Leo DiCaprio, uh, Joaquin Spielberg, Phoenix, Jared Leto, Billy Eilish. Yeah, Island. like it was. They put all the Jokers at one table. Yeah. If you notice that. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but that's funny. Uh, the other thing was um, best song category had three nominations for Barbie. Yeah. Um, I was shocked. I mean, don't get me wrong. All Lipa. three are bangers. Um, but I, I was like, really, there wasn't anything from Spider-Verse in there or like, I'm sure they could have pulled a song from the dozens of different movies. So, uh, or dozens, hundreds. Um, so that was kind of wild to me. Uh, just, I think, I don't know. I don't want to say. I don't know. It's tough. Maybe there should be like a two nomination cap for a s- individual categories for a certain movie. It just mm-hmm. seems it seems weird that it's like, hey, there's five nominees and three of them are from one movie, you know, and there's not many categories where I guess that would happen where you have that many. But just weird it's called the Barbie Musical Award. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, great time. Great fun songs. Yeah. All right. So closing up the Golden Globes, uh, just the last thing that we have for news was uh, I know we're all fans of the show, The Last of Us and the game. So they did announce that two key roles were actually going to were were casted over the past few days. Um, Caitlin Deaver or Dever. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing Deaver, it wrong. Uh, Deaver does not matter. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll be playing the role of Abby, who um, if you played Last of Us season two or game part two. Um, is the key villain role in um, in in the game, and then um, sorry about that. Young Mazzino, who uh, will be playing the role of Jesse, who is um, Ellie's ex boyfriend, relationship type friend in the um, in the. I always forget the name of the town that they are in um, at the, when the game starts. But um, he's a survivor, just like with Ellie, who, who you know they spent some time in the settlement. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty interesting. There were a lot of names that were getting thrown around, including Fl- Florence Pugh. At one point, was rumored to play Abby. Um, I think that was a quick. That was like more of like a Fantastic Four rumor where it, it came up and everyone bought it. And uh, I think it was quickly shot down. But I know she her name was attached to that at one point. And Caitlin Deaver seems to be um, the 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 favorite in the past few weeks when they were talking about it. Um, but yeah, I, I, she's, uh, a lot of people I've seen, she, they say she doesn't fit the role because she's not muscular like Abby is. Abby's, Abby's, Abby's pretty built in that game, but, um, you know, you, you, you can do this thing. It's, it's a thing I call exercise and working out. Um, it's, you can get in shape. Is that what um, you call? <laughs> you can. It's, it's, I've heard that people do that. Um, you know, I, I know, look at Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2. Uh, she got ridiculously jacked in that and is uh you know it's one of the best character like movie characters in action movie history um but yeah i I think it's going to be interesting to see um where they go with this i know they still haven't really they kept kept it pretty close to the chest about what season two and how much it's going to cover because it sounds like it's not going to cover the whole game maybe just half of it um but it's a pretty key role i basically the villain role has been cast um, your thoughts uh, in terms of just either the Jesse role or Abby, either one of you, Harry. 
Yeah, I mean, I uh, I always love when people see a casting role and it's like uh, she'll be awful. I don't agree with it. Um, I think the one thing you got to remember a lot with this stuff um, is Bella Ramsey isn't very uh, I don't isn't a large person. Um, so I don't think you need somebody super like intimidating or like, you know, is maybe a foot taller or whatever on screen with her. Um, that might make more complications. Um, I like Caitlin Deaver as an actress. Uh, she's really funny in Booksmart. Um, and I think a lot of people probably know her from that, um, which is why you see, you know, her and you just think not ideal. Um, she's also in an HBO, I think it was HBO series called Unbelievable. Um, which, uh, I thought she was great in, uh, I think she'll be fine in the role. I, you know, I, I trust the core group who's making decisions for this, as long as they don't involve anybody over at max, um, in regards to decisions, but, uh, you know, in, in the core group who is created and is running the show, um, Craig Mazin and, um, I'm forgetting the game developer off the top of my head. Um, Naughty people Dog. At Naughty, yeah, people at Naughty Dog. Um, I think she'll be fine. I think it'll be interesting to see with the role of Abby, um, how they portray that and how quickly that gets introduced uh, as well. Um, and then the Jesse uh, looks like the actor. Would you say his name was Young Mazzino? Um, well, he's on Young Mazzino. He's on. Yeah, he's on. He's beef. on Beef. So haven't seen Beef as we just discussed. So I'm sure. Um, he'll be just fine as well. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, you know, it's a show we covered. So if you haven't, uh, if you're interested in that episode, go back and feel free to check that. out. I think we covered it one or two times and broke down a few episodes in there. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, and I'm excited to see what Caitlin Deaver and, and young Mazzino have, uh, in store for us. So Papa. I didn't even see the uh, Jesse casting announcement, so that's news to me. Uh, but that's why you're the man on the street and not me. Um, but as far as the Caitlin Deaver stuff, I mean, sure, let's see where it goes. Like, yes, based on you know in an initial look, uh, physical attributes not necessarily in line with Abby, but hey, you know what, um, Bella Ramsey. Uh, doesn't really look like um her character um nick off yeah. doesn't really look like his character like you know there there's changes that happen and i think that the um producers and casting agents won me over with um everything from the last of a season one so hey let's <laughs> uh, let's give this a shot you know if they say yeah. she's the one then i have faith she's the one so Looking forward to it, uh, you know, whenever it finally rolls out. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention about the Golden Globes that was announced on Saturday on, like, the, the non-televised one. Uh, if you didn't hear one uh, show that I will reference a lot on this show, uh, I Think You Should Leave did won it, win an Emmy. Tim Robinson had won, won an Emmy for I Think You Should Leave, so I'm just going to throw that out there. Sorry. That's nice. it. Congrats, Tim. Sorry, yeah. And his, and, um, his, his BFF won best uh best guest actor for ted lasso um sam richardson he played uh mm. edwin afuko yeah so cool for their best friends to win awards on on the same night shame so, shame for ted lasso love to see it yeah love to see it uh okay so that is it for the news thank you hands <clears throat> appreciate your legwork as always um <laughs> so earlier 
Yeah. Earlier, uh, we mentioned we all kind of saw a lot of content over the holidays. We're kind of gonna going to kind of do a recap of that before we get into our hotly anticipated uh, for 2024. But uh, my holiday catch up, man, there was quite a bit of stuff that I watched. Um, first and foremost, for those keeping track, I had my challenge for 2023 to watch 365 movies, a movie a day. And I'm happy to announce I did finish with 382. So went above and beyond Woo! there. Uh, Congrats. What a, yeah. what a king. What a king. It. Uh, you know, people asked me legitimately, how, how was it? Was it tough and all that stuff? And I think for the most part, it was a lot of fun. Um, it definitely was a challenge towards the end. Uh, it did feel like a bit of a slog at times where it's like, uh, I just, you know, I, I don't want to, not that I don't want to watch a movie, but you know, there's, I'd rather do something else. And because I dedicated, you know, an hour and a half to three hours of every night watching a film. Um, yeah, I fell behind on like movies and or uh, I'm sorry, TV shows and like video games and stuff. So I'm, I've kind of been spending the new year catching up on that stuff. But um, but yeah, 382 was the final tally. Uh, my first movie of the year was Ant-Man and the Wasp. And the last movie I watched last year was American Hustle. Uh, for the first time you little so, overachiever yeah 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 yeah. uh throughout the course of the holiday season i did have some rewatches, but i also had some new content as far as rewatches go i rewatched the uh sam raimi spider-man trilogy um i think we've discussed my thoughts on that before but absolutely love it uh rewatched the hobbit and lord of the rings trilogies um one thing i will say with the hobbit is I've always um, caped for them. I've been a, a big fan of that trilogy, um, even when most people kind of shy away from it. But I unabashedly love it. On this rewatch, I wasn't really vibing with the desolation of Smog. Um, I still there there are some really solid moments in it, and I absolutely love that. Um, final scene where everybody's just like oh no and smaug is flying towards lake town and you know crap's about to hit the fan um you know it's a it's a pretty wild ending uh to the movie where it's just like what havoc is going to be wrought but uh but beyond that i don't know it just it didn't quite hit for me this time still loved um an unexpected journey and battle five armies was uh still pretty solid but desolation not so much and of course the original lord of the rings trilogy just uh slaps uh and then the other rewatch that i wanted to point out was edward scissorhands and um i i don't consider it a christmas movie although i do consider it a holiday movie because there's wow. a big snow scene in the beginning and end and um it just it gives very kind of wintertime vibes but um man this is such a a unique movie um it was it's very tim burton-esque and i know by this point burton had already established i think his aesthetic across a couple different movies i'm pretty sure beetlejuice had already been out at this point um 
had Pee Wee's Big Adventure and a couple other things. But uh, but it's funny because like a lot of people adopt. I feel like a lot of people adopted like goth culture from this, and because you know he uh, Edward Scissorhands looks very much like a dude from The Cure or whatever, and it's like, yeah, there's there is that, but honestly, most of the production design is very um, uh, suburbia with like pastel colors and everything, and it's transplanting Edward into that, and it's a, a fish out of water story where. You know, you kind of have Pinocchio where it's like, I'm not a real boy. I'm missing my hands. But then also there's this um, seduction of the innocent where, you know, he he is unwise to the evils of the world. And then as he enters this um, seemingly idyllic place of uh, small town suburbia, um, everybody's got an agenda and they're kind of... Um, poking and prodding him and, and slowly stripping away that innocence. Uh, but man, I just absolutely love this movie and it, it really hit on all levels for me. And it had been a while since I watched it, but um, as I rewatched it, it really impressed upon me on, on just how good this was and how classic uh, Tim Burton this was. So really dug that. And then um that was it as far as the notable rewatches uh, that I, I wanted to mention. But for new content, boy, was there a lot. And there, it's interesting because, you know, the last episode we did, we talked about our year end wrap up. And if we had done that two <laughs> weeks later, brother, there'd be some changes. Um, so some of the stuff I saw, uh, Saltburn gave that four stars, really just absolutely wild movie the best way I can describe it is um, very much uh, indescribable. <laughs> There's a lot of weird stuff that happens in this movie that if I told you the scenes just out of context, you probably would think I'm making it up. Uh, it's just, um, it's a thriller. And I mean, I guess a modern day equivalent to it would be kind of along the lines of parasite, but not quite. It's, it's its own thing for sure. Uh, definitely recommend checking it out, but not with loved ones <laughs> mm -hmm. because there are some pretty uh, mm, cringy in the best way scenes in that movie. Um, also saw in theaters, the iron claw and poor things. I did a double feature on those. Uh, the iron claw four stars I'm a huge pro wrestling fan, um, very familiar with the story of the Von Erics, uh, and this movie was very well made. Um, I think it's a great movie, although I did have some problems with some of the stuff that they left out or rearranged the timelines to fit the narrative. Um, I think had I not already been aware of this stuff, this movie probably would have rated higher for me, but it's like... I already know the real story and the real story is compelling. So why not just go with the facts? I don't think you need to drum stuff up a bit or, or change things around. Uh, I know a lot of people complain about Jerry Allen, Jeremy Allen white being so short when Carrie Von Eric, the, um, the person he was portraying was much taller. Honestly, it didn't bother me that much. Um, he was into the spirit of it. Uh, if I, Everybody, I think, was great in it. But if I had to pick one standout, I think I'd choose Holt McCallany as um, Fritz von Erich. I mean, he was just tremendous in that role. 
surprised he didn't get any nominations um, for Golden Globes. I don't know if this missed the cutoff, um, but Poor Things was near the end of the year also, so who knows? Yeah. Um, but The Iron Claw, uh, great stuff, and Poor Things, uh, the second part of my double feature, whew, 4.75 stars for me. Wow. Um, probably... I don't know if I would put this second or third favorite movie of the year. Uh, I also ended up giving Godzilla minus one that same rating, but um, Poor Things was just so good. It was so unique and quirky, and the performances were all outstanding. Um, Emma Stone, best performance I've ever seen her in. Mark Ruffalo, best performance I've ever seen him, him in. Willem Dafoe, probably top three performance for him uh story outstanding uh production design incredible music unique and quirky but apt very apt very fitting uh just all around i mean this movie was so so damn good uh and i highly recommend it for everybody um and then i also saw the holdovers uh watched that on streaming uh i think it was on peacock uh, 4.25 stars for me, very much, um, reminiscent of kind of Dead Poet Society, but with, um, well, I'll say Dead Poet Society vibes, uh, with Paul Giamatti kind of taking that Robin Williams role, but, um, the story's a bit different. Uh, love the aesthetic of it. Um, again, main actors, all incredible. This movie was a perfect holiday watch. Uh, it, it just felt like a warm hug. Uh, and there was, uh, a really solid and warm story at its core. Highly recommend that. That also makes my top 10 for the year. And last one was just a, a movie that I happened to stumble upon. Um, but it was a documentary on Showtime called thriller 40, and I gave that 3.75 stars. And this is a straight up doc about the making of the hit Michael Jackson album. Um, in my humble opinion, one of the greatest albums of all time, uh, top to bottom, just banger after banger after banger with songs. Um, this was at a point in Michael's career where he was really trying to break out as a solo act. And this was uh, what solidified him as that solo act. This was before a lot of the, you know, weirdness and shenanigans and stuff. Uh, they really do a good job diving in depth into the making of the album. Even uh, they had um, one of the producers on and you got to see how the composition came to be like the, the laying of the tracks for, the title track thriller and it's just like mind-blowing how how it starts with like one one single track of like a beat and then throw in this instrument and that instrument and uh all of a sudden the unfamiliar becomes you know this song that you sing every halloween and probably a couple times throughout the year also so very fascinating the only thing i would say about it is um <clears throat> there wasn't a lot of um i would say there's not a lot of narrative drama it was just pretty cut and dry. There was enough in there to keep me interested um, and fascinated, but it wasn't like you didn't know what was going to happen next on at any point. So they had me hooked based on the premise, but um, 
I think if there was just a little more zhuzh in there, it would have been a, a great documentary as opposed to a really good documentary. So uh, that was my winter watch list. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Have have you seen these? Any that um, might interest you if you haven't seen them? So I started watching Saltburn and I made it 10 minutes and then realized <laughs> um, that – not that I didn't like it. I realized I, it was – I didn't have as much free time to watch. Like I, like you had said, it's probably better to watch it alone. Um, and I had my daughter on laying on top of me, who's three, almost three months old, um, in three days. So I probably thought maybe I should just wait until like I'm by myself, or you know, um, Catherine sure. walk by. I'm sure she doesn't like that. Um, so, but I do want to watch it. I really do want to watch it. It's queued up on on Amazon for me to watch. So, uh, so yeah. Um, your rewatches support all of my love. Edward Scissorhands one. I, I revisited that about five years ago, and it's there was a lot of stuff. It's been about twenty years since I saw it before that, and there's a lot of stuff I forgot. Very colorful movie. Uh, I always forget my, Anthony Michael Hall's in it, and he's not. Yeah, um, he's not the nerd from um, hmm. from uh, Breakfast Club. Uh, you know, he's in other roles. So uh, total d bag in this. Uh, yeah, he is. He really is. It's really a heel. <laughs> Um, it's funny. I just, I always, I always forget. I'm like, Oh wait, that is that that's, uh, Brian from breakfast club. Um, so yeah, but I, I really, th- that's a very, 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 I feel like it's a forgotten movie nowadays. Um, but it, it's, it's a classic and you can put it as a Christmas movie or snow. So counts for me. Um, <laughs> the new movies that you watch, uh, I haven't, de- I, I am interested in the thriller one sounds pretty cool. Cause I do like that album. Um, the iron claw, I, I'm not a big of pro wrestling fan any i'm not that big anymore that movie's right um, rally. but mm-hmm. um but i would say they that they they were a little before when i was actually like when i was into wrestling i kind of jumped on once stone cold came around and the rock and the attitude era um this would have so, been much before <laughs> yes so um i mean i've seen clips i've seen like the andre the giant documentary that 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 went in that kind of time period um mm-hmm. but I I am interested just mainly on the cast because um I do like Jeremy Allen White and and Zach Efron I think they they're you know Jeremy Allen White's a, a definitely just winning a Golden Globe and is really up and coming with a lot of his roles and um Zach Efron I think he is a great actor you know a lot of people think oh he did High School Musical blah 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 I'm like yeah but he, you know they actors can do other things so oh um, one one <laughs> quick note I forgot to mention while you're you're talking about Zach Efron. Uh, he was definitely more jacked than <laughs> the person he was portraying. So, look, I'm sure not all of it was obtained through uh hard work in the gym, but um, boy, he uh he went to town for the part. <laughs> I, I saw some like the tra- I mean, I saw the trailer and like pictures and all. And, like, yeah, he looks like it, it reminded me of like it's always sunny when Mac gets jacked, and like yeah. after he gets from fat, <laughs> then he goes to get jacked. Um. Yeah, and like the diet that he did to do that, like I it just I would I'd never look like that. I don't have the 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 focus and determination. Um poor things I, I really do want to see it. I, I saw the trailer after we talked about it on the last episode for best of. I think Harry had it on his best of. Um one question, Willem Dafoe looks horrifying and he looks like he looks like Mason Verger from the movie Hannibal. Um like Gary Oldman. And does he look <laughs> does he does he like does he look like that through the whole movie? He does. Yes. All right. Um, and they yeah, explain what, why they okay. get into it. Was it because Hannibal ripped his face off? Um, <laughs> that's yeah. That's what I. Um, 
<laughs> um, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw a picture of it. I'm like, it's the, I don't know why it went right to that. Um, I, but I've heard good things about it. I mean, obviously with it winning um, with, with Emma Stone, I'm a big Emma Stone fan. I think like 95% of the movies I've watched her and I like, um, I mean, even La La Land, which I despise. Um, she was good in that. Um, don't you mean blah blah land? Blah blah land. I'm sorry, blah blah <laughs> land. One of your worst takes. I was talking about this the other day. One of your worst takes. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Um and then holdovers, um, you know, I, I, I know that's on streaming. I think you said it's on Peacock, so um that'll be easy for me to watch. Um hopefully maybe I can talk talk the wife into watching that. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's her up her alley. But um, she might like that. Yeah, I'd say so. I, it seems like she might. I, I saw the trial and she, I think she, she might she might bite. So we'll see. But no, I, 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 a lot of I, I, you know, with your your new stuff that you watch, they've been on my radar for a while. Of course, the ones that you rewatched are are classics, so you can never go wrong with any Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Unless you don't like the Amazon show, I do. Well, there is that. <laughs> yeah. Ash. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, I can see why Greg uh, watched 382 movies uh, last year. A um, mm. lot of lot of in the catalog here. Um, I'm not going to go too much into the Iron Claw, poor things, and holdovers. Uh, well, actually, I will go into holdovers uh, because I did uh, see that. Yeah, definitely highly would recommend. Um, definitely, uh, as you mentioned earlier with Edward Scissorhands, definitely a, uh, ho- a holiday movie um, worth checking out. Um, not really interested in Thriller, if I'm going to be honest. Um, I think it's a fun song. Just don't really care. Uh, sorry. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's good, but sorry. Disrespectful. Um, Sorry to uh, sorry to sorry to my friend Laura. She's a she's a big uh, Michael Jackson fan. So uh, I apologize um, if you're listening. Uh, so and then I was gonna say uh, not really an Edward Scissorhands guy. Got to be honest. Uh, don't care. Uh, glad you enjoy it. Glad all the nice things you said about it. Uh, Saltburn. What a time to be alive. Uh, great fun. Um, if you're a sicko, uh, watch it. If you're not, then probably skip it. Uh, I've really enjoyed uh, the fact that it's been streaming on Amazon, which is what I mentioned about anyone but you going probably hopefully to Netflix for them to, you know, exceed expectations. Um, is that like people who normally aren't moviegoers, like checking out Saltburn because it's probably like at the front of the page and like, you know, they're hearing all these things about it. So it's been really enjoyable hearing people be like, so Saltburn, huh? Um, you know, and uh, obviously big, big Lord of the Rings guy watched Fellowship of the Ring over the holidays as well and uh, absolutely love it. Uh, so, um, yeah, great choices. Great, great content, uh, holiday content viewing by you, Greg, one, once again. Thank you, sir. Yeah, Kept me busy, that's for sure. Congrats on 382. Thank you. Thank you. I do. I do feel a sense of accomplishment with you're it. You're up there so. with, with Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron. You're, you're up there with the greats, Ben. Great job. Right on, brother. I watched like five percent uh, of that. <laughs> Harry, how about you? What did uh, what was on your holiday watch list? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, so uh, I talked about Aquaman: Lost Kingdom. The less said about that, I think, the better. Uh, one and a half stars for me. Uh, listen, if you enjoyed it, good for you, man. I'm I'm happy. Uh, I saw uh, anyone but you, Greg. You had mentioned when we were kind of discussing this in the box office. Um, it actually was shot in Australia, and I think they do a really great job with the setting, and I feel like a lot of money went into shooting on-site in Australia, and they have a couple cool set pieces in Australia, um, and there's just some things lacking from that movie. Um, you had mentioned uh, a little bit earlier about Sydney Sweeney. I, I don't think... 
the writing for her was was good enough um, in regards to it. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more maybe emotion from her or a little bit more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? A little bit more range um, in her emotions because she was kind of, I don't want to say one note, but she, she played a certain role and I, I think it works. I just think Glenn Powell kind of like shoots her off the screen a lot of times um, because of just how charismatic and outgoing he is. Um, he's a highlight for me of the movie. Um, but outside of that, there's really not, there, there's some okay, uh, I guess I want to say uh, co-stars of the movie um, or in that realm. But uh, I don't think anyone like stands out as a true like highlight of like, you know, most of the classic rom-coms or comedies where it's like, oh, that's the person who played the friend um, or or that was the sister in the movie. Um, I don't I don't think too many of the actors and actresses from that uh, are going to go on to you know, crush it in other rom-coms. Um, it's, it's a fine rom-com. If you're into this type of thing, I think it's a great, you know, like I said, it's a great Friday night. Hey, me and the wife are home. Me and, you know, me and the significant other I have are, are trying to, you know, look for something to watch and boom, anyone but you. Um, I've seen worse. Um, and like I said, the, the fact that it's filmed on location, I think adds a little bit of pop to it. That normal, you know, that normal Netflix crop of like, this is shot in somebody's apartment and, Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon are on the phone together, like in totally two separate places. Um, just red notice entire. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, solid two and a half stars. Uh, I'm probably a little harsher on it because of all the things I said, but you know, um, if you like this kind of thing, I think you'll be a little bit more positive on it. Uh, Wonka, like I said, great for the family, uh, really get you obviously with the, the family feelings. Um, Director of Paddington, as I mentioned, uh, probably before on a podcast because I love Paddington, um, has a lot of that heart. Um, it feels like it could be in the Paddington universe um, in a way. Uh, I would say highly, highly worth checking out if you're looking for a safe, fun family movie or just, you know, a nice night in um, with the fam um, or even just, you know, with your significant another if you're looking for just something casual. Um, then I'll, I'll jump into uh, Poor Things, uh, just like you, Greg. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I gave it four and a half stars. Uh, it's kind of a hard movie to talk about if you haven't seen it. Um, and the problem with, I think poor things is there's not a really a great way to go see it. Um, cause I don't think it's really playing in too many places. So, uh, it's a Yorgos Lanthimos film. And if you're not familiar with his, uh, films, uh, this probably won't be up your alley. Uh, I described this to my wife from back from our theater days where this is the awards winner that all the uh, senior citizens hear about. They go in and in 15 minutes they're walking out and getting a refund for it. So this is that movie this year, I think, uh, in regards to poor things. So uh, that doesn't mean it's bad. That just means that, you know, I don't think it'll be everybody's cup of tea in a way. Um, I also saw... Iron Claw as well. Uh, I gave this four and a half stars as well. Uh, Iron Claw really worked on me. I'm not as familiar with the story as Papa is. I mean, obviously, I knew of the Von Erics, but I wouldn't say I knew the story of their family. Um, and I think a lot of the actors, as you mentioned, Greg, really work in the movie. And that, uh, you know, last 15 minutes really, really got to me. Um, mm. You know, I think it really hits. I, I think it's the perfect dad movie, the perfect uh you know, all the dads will go see this during the holiday season or did see it during the holiday season. 
Um, I was gonna say that the dad in this is awful. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just mean it, it's like it's like a, it's, a, it's a guy movie. You know what I mean? It's a guy yes, movie. Yeah. It's like the typical I know like the guys mean. are getting together and we're all going to see Iron Claw. But this is not a heartwarming story yeah, of a father, but, though. <laughs> but I think it has a lot. It has a lot of heart. Um, I really enjoyed the subject matter. I really enjoyed its look at uh, yeah. masculinity um, and how it plays a role in in you know how we were raised and how we're going to raise kids. Um, that aspect uh, really worked for me. Four and a half stars. Um, and the two movies that I don't think are on either one of your lists is I saw Mean Girls for the first time. Uh, three and a half stars. I see why it was such a, a popular film in the early two thousands. Um, I see why it was iconic for for some ladies out there. Um, I had a fun time with it. Um, it was it was funny to see so many, I guess, movie stars uh, who weren't playing movie star roles at that time. Um, and uh, the wife's dragging me out to see the next one. So uh, review coming next pod in regards to the new Mean Girls movie. Uh, and then the other movie I saw was Ferrari, the new Michael Mann film starring Adam Driver, Penelope Cruz and Shailene Woodley. Um this movie, uh, it's it's another dad movie, I guess I could say. Uh, maybe maybe I'm turning into one. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of things with this movie that I don't think will work. Uh, there's a lot of accent work, and none of those people who I mentioned are Italian. Um, or Adam Driver doesn't look like Enzo Ferrari either. Uh, he's a lot taller and a lot less chubbier. Um, but there, a lot of the stuff in the movie worked for me. Um, but I like, it's one of those movies where for you guys and for the audience, I wouldn't be like, I would probably be like, are you into cars or, you, you know, do you know about Enzo Ferrari or did you see Ford versus Ferrari? Um, and if you're not into all that, I think this is probably a skip. Uh, but a lot of the stuff I felt like I coming out of it could easily be like, yeah, the accents were awful. Uh, some of the dialogue is weird. Some of the action is a little bit, uh, over the top. Um, but a lot of it just, I don't know, it really worked for me. So three and a half stars from your boy on that one. So, um, yeah, I'll throw it back over to you, Papa. I mean, I know I, I touched on a couple of things and we've talked, uh, at length about most of my watches, but Ferrari, uh, your history of Mean Girls, uh, any thoughts for that? Yes. Uh, so those two are the two I want to touch on. Uh, Mean Girls for me, just good movie. You know, I, I won't say it's bad because it's yeah. not, um, but it's also not just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad movie, but um, but it's also not spectacular or iconic for me. It's just it's a movie. Yeah. I rewatched it recently because I remember it fondly from when it first came out. Didn't really hold up that well for me. And One... uh, hey, you're... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. One thing I was going to mention that I forgot to talk about with Mean Girls was like the SNL effect of it. With I mean, obviously Tina mm-hmm. Fey's in it, but there's a ton of other SNL cast members. It's produced by Lorne Michaels. Um, so I was surprised at how much of an SNL feel it had from the early movies of the 90s, like Billy Madison, um, you know, when mm-hmm. we talked about Black Sheep and uh, the other Chris Farley movie that I'm forgetting off the top of my head. Um, Tommy, Tommy Boy. Boy. Tommy Boy, thank you. Mid 90s um, movies, my yeah, guy. Yeah, mid 90s, late 90s, whatever, man. <laughs> Come on. 90s. Um, listen, give me a break, Mold. Uh, so, like, it had diff- definitely some elements of that comedically, which I thought kind of worked for the movie or felt familiar, but um, was surprised it was so beloved given that because I feel like those movies, I guess maybe they are beloved, but I don't know. Sorry, didn't mean to mm-hmm. cut you. Well, no, nah, it's all good. Hey, your wife's taking you to see uh, the new Mean Girls, then let me throw out another classic Willem Dafoe performance at you. 
Godspeed, Spider-Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> True. Um, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as Ferrari, so this one, it's interesting because you mentioned being a car guy, and I work in an industry, and you might call it the automobile industry. <laughs> uh so I am surrounded by vehicles in my um, career. I wouldn't call myself a car guy. I'm not the type of guy who is waxing his car no. every week. Um, I don't have extensive knowledge. I'm learning because of my job, but I, I don't have extensive knowledge on cars. So I'm not super passionate about cars as a hobby, I guess. But um, I will say car movies tend to intrigue me. And Ford v. Ferrari, uh, I caught that on streaming maybe a year or two ago, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I thought it was phenomenal. Um, I didn't see the Chris Hemsworth movie. I think that was Rush, Rush right? Rush. Yeah. yeah. Rush is great. Um, Favorite sports movies. But that is that is one that I want to check out. Um, Fast and the Furious movies. I know they get a little silly, but like, hey, I'm totally into that that scene as far as movies go. So like this, while this doesn't have like I need to go out and see it right away vibes, which I don't even think it's out anymore. Um, I am going to absolutely make an effort to watch this like once it hits streaming um because this i think will be right up my alley word so i'm glad to hear it uh, um it was entertaining what about for you hands uh ferrari and mean girls yeah i know we talked about everything else pretty much everything else on your list but um ferrari i i, I glad you referenced rush because that's where i would probably go with this uh, i'm not a big car guy either um so i couldn't tell you like I, I know very basic knowledge on how to drive a car, and and that's pretty much it. All, all um, his knowledge he learned from the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> as people are like, you don't change your own oil. Like, nah, man, I I I can't even like. Nah, it, bro. It, you know how the, it takes me all day to change a tire. I'm not gonna be able to change my own oil. Um. So yeah. So uh. But I I do like racing movies. Um. Particularly Rush, I think is one of my favorite sports movies. Um. Go back in in old school '90s Days of Thunder, like those type of movies. Mm. Um, so yeah, so uh, I, I am interested in this. Uh, I, I know there's some interesting, uh, interviews that Adam driver gave about Ferrari when they asked him about the realism of it and, uh, some of the effects and, uh, I get some, he used some fruitful yeah, language, rocks. uh, to yeah. explain it. Um, <laughs> I, for, I forgot about that. I'm like, what yeah. are you talking about? That's right. So he, um, he, 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 <laughs> Uh, I cannot say it on this show, yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. very entertaining and all power to Adam driver for saying that. Um, so yeah, they don't take it seriously. It's a movie. Chill out. Um, mean girls. I actually watched that. It's been on it. Like, I guess just the lead up for, um, the new one coming out. Uh, it, I think it's I, the first time I watched it, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Cause I didn't see it when it was released. I thought it was really good and I really enjoyed it. It, it definitely, I don't want to say it doesn't age well, but it, it, I think I, I watched it again the other day and I was just like, all right, it's pretty good. I didn't realize like there's a lot of stuff that happens in that movie that I I've seen it enough to know like where I thought I know what scene happened when, and I feel like I don't know if TV like networks are messing with me and just jumbled up the story because I feel like you could take it's certain got the Mandela pieces, effect, <clears throat> yeah, certain pieces and put them in another part of the movie and see if I'll notice. But like I don't know, but um, but it's okay, it's it's good. I think 
a, a guy, I think it's a little bit overrated and, you know, it was quoted all the time in the 2000s and it still is sometimes and it's frustrating. But, um, I mean, it launched careers for a lot of people. Like Lindsay Lohan, I, she had the, the movie where the twins switch bodies or, or not, whatever. Uh, Freaky Friday. Not Freaky Friday, the other one. Um, the Parent Trap? No, the, was parent, she the Parent Yeah, trap? yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Parent Trap. Yeah, she was like um, younger in that, though. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, she did some younger stuff, but then, um, like, Eliza, not Eliza Dushku, I always forget her name, but like Amanda Seafried. Um, Amanda Bynes. Amanda, not Amanda Bynes. Oh, I thought um, you were talking about young childhood actors. No, like from Mean Girls, like Rachel yeah, McAdams. Like, yeah. they were all, yeah. they were all up and coming names. So, um, yeah, I, I probably won't see the new one uh, unless it hits a streaming network and Catherine's interested in it. Uh, Catherine doesn't understand why this movie is being made. Um, I had to explain to her that it's a movie about the musical about the movie. Well, and she said, I got to well, be I, honest. Yeah, we know why, but like, she's just like, why? Like, this doesn't make sense. I'm like, well, yeah, but honestly, if you watch the <clears throat> the 2000, what was it? 2003 one. Yeah. Um, that's when it came out. Uh, it's it's yeah. a little dated with some of the uh, the language uh, and things that they say. So uh, tell oh, her yeah. you to rewatch and tell her if she would want uh, Finn and Riley to say those things. So uh, about I mean, people, but, uh, yeah, I, yes. she would. She wouldn't. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I know. Like now, they're going to bring in like a lot of the social media stuff. I was listening. I like, saw yeah. an interview with someone with Tina Fey. The movie's like twenty years old, so like I'm not saying it's it's you know. Not time yeah, instead of review, uh, but... instead of a burn book, they have a live journal now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> they have a Tumblr. Live, that's that's going to be lost a, on some people too. Or a, or a Zanga. Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys are not I, have, I have a Zanga that exists yourself. somewhere in the dark web, and I'm afraid that in the event that it's going to show up one day, I'm terrified. <laughs> that's why I have anxiety is because that thing exists. It's like somewhere. an Animal Crossing island that you left into the ether, mm-hmm. <laughs> just out there just, evolving, it's, unbeknownst it's to the, you. It's in the dark web, and I know that like if I hit, if I like offend the wrong person, they're gonna like buy buy it off the dark web. Like I need Chris Hanratty's Zanga, and, uh, and you'll never hear from me again. Um, cool. So yeah, I'll go through my stuff that I watch. Um, so a couple things I have to put on here um, as a disclaimer. So uh, when I mentioned earlier, uh, when I said I had some unplanned time off of work, so I uh, Thin had to spend a couple of days in the hospital uh, at a children's hospital. So He's um, okay. He is okay. Everything is fine now. So I must, I must, like you know, include that part. He's fine. He was, he was home after a couple days. Um, But after that couple days, um, as a children at a children's hospital, uh, they do give you uh, offer some movies that you can um, watch. And uh, so for the first time, try to blame this on the hospital. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So for the first time, I watched um, two movies that one more recent than the other, The Grinch. Uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch, I uh, nice. watched that about four times. Um, which I it was it was okay movie. Uh, I feel like the original Grinch, the cartoon, not the book, the 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 one that's always on is like I feel like it's only like twenty five minutes long. Uh, but we get Grinch iterations that are about two hours, so you know it's all fluff and their own story, whatever. So I watched that. Uh, it was okay. Uh, another one I watched. Uh, I watched that about five times. The heavy hitters. Um, the one Manny Patikin. Manny Patikin probably is best role behind um, uh, the Princess Bride. Uh, there's a little dancing number in it. Uh, are, you, are you talking about Mandy Patinkin? 
Betinkin. I said his name wrong. That's the one. No, <laughs> that's what I'm just making sure we're talking about the same guy. No, um, this is Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> Patinkin, he's whatever. in, he's May, in Grassland. Mandy, Mandy Patinkin would never be Mandy in there. Patinkin. He's in Alabama <laughs> Grassland. So I just want to include that because I watched them a lot over three days. Um, so you know, uh, one's a Christmas movie. One is definitely not. Um, so yeah, blame Children's Hospital for Dude, giving me. You should have been like, bro, where's the Wolf of Wall Street? Let's go. <laughs> Let's yeah. throw on the yeah. good stuff. Like, I know some of these kids are older in here. Like they don't have yeah. this. Where's Human Centipede? Come on. Wow. <laughs> I could have brought. I could have brought the PlayStation to hook that up or a DVD player. Be like, all right. Now we're gonna watch the Raid Two. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, another thing I watched the third season of Morning Show, so that's a show that uh, me and Catherine uh, will watch together. So that got released a couple months ago. Um, pretty, I don't know if you guys, I, Harry, did you keep up with the Morning Show or no? You so I think we watched season one. We would definitely watch season one. Season two, I don't know if we finished because it was just so uh, bad. Um, that's a good word. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I mean, listen, it's it's cheesy entertainment, I guess, in a way where, you know, you could easily be like, I have to see what happens next type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't categorize it as a uh, prestige type show. Well, the third season has John Hamm in it. So, that's why, um, yeah, Jill was almost getting back on the bandwagon because that's one of her, uh, her men. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's a very handsome man, so I don't blame I mean, that's why we're seeing Mean Girl, the new Mean Girls, if I'm being honest. So. Is he in that? Is, is he in it? it? Yeah, John Hamm is in oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, you learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we watched season three of that. Um, I, I We like it. I I, th- I do agree season two is a little, yeah, season three, I feel like improved a little bit, but it's, you know, something that, a, a show that we've yeah. consistently watched till the end. Um, whether or not they do a season four, I think it was announced, but we'll see. Um, is it better than the good doctor or, or just, I, I, I can't comment on that right now. Okay. All like, right. There's yeah. like seven or eight, but I don't know how there's eight seasons of the good doctor. I really don't. I watched all of them. It's not called the great episode. doctor. It's just the it's good the, doctor, right? The subpar doctor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing, uh, I, I did play uh, this game Control that I've been pushing on you guys for a long time. Um, yeah. So uh, similar to when we talked about Spider-Man, and I wanted to complete everything and get 100% in that game. So I took the time while we were off to get that done. Um, right out, I'm trying to do it before New Year's, and I made it the day after. So didn't quite make that timeline. Um, that's a, a game I, I, I always bring up. I hope they make that into like a movie. That's definitely Doctor Strange type, like Scott Derrickson. Um, could could do some wonders with that type of type of story, but um, yeah, uh, I'll keep pushing on you guys till you play it. Um, working on it. Next is we're watching. Uh, if you guys know the story of Gypsy Rose, uh, the Gypsy Rose documentary. Um, this is a girl who was uh her mother had Munchausen by proxy. Um, so if, really quick, if you're not aware of that, she's basically making her daughter sick and lying to doctors. Basically, for control, uh, the daughter uh, met a boy. Boy killed the mom. Girl and boy went. This is a true story. Um, girl just got out of jail after seven years, like got released um, mm. right before the end of the new year. And the boyfriend got life in prison for it. He was the one that actually did the crime. Oh, uh, wow. Really interesting Literally. story about it. I uh, would recommend it. There's a, a Netflix show called The Act with Patricia Arquette and Joey King, um, which is pretty good. Um also, uh, the hit movie starring Octavia Spencer, Ma. Yeah. Oh, Ma. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
kind of like it's kind of like one of those public domain things where you get different iterate yeah, different things exactly. in the same story. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing I started watching Detroiters, which uh, just going back to Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson, uh, fantastic show. This is uh, came out. A, a, I feel like it was like ten years ago, um, maybe a little before that. But this was before the I think you should leave fame that he got. Um, they basically their two best friends who run their own ad agency. Uh, but they're not a big agency, so they're running like local companies. But they're trying to get that like Ford Chrysler business or like Chevy business, and mm. it's really funny. It's like half hour episodes. It's it's very sitcommy. Um, but it's uh, if you like, I think you should leave or anything you've seen Sam Richardson in. It's that kind of comedy. It's pretty wild and funny. Um, Is that streaming somewhere? I think. It's either Peacock or pa- – I think it's Paramount Plus um, that I think that we – I started watching it on because once we got Paramount Plus, we got like a, a free trial. I was excited because I've been wanting to watch that for a while. Um, next, I actually watched the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Um, I don't know why I did that. Um, I, I kind of wanted to take a chance on it. I watched Force Awakens, which I love. Watched Last Jedi, which I love. Um, just going to put that up there. Um, and then I, I gave La Rise of Skywalker another shot. Yeah. Um, there are a, a few points that are a little bit redeeming for me, uh, but not a lot. So it still sucks. Um, so I don't know why I, I was hoping that if I watched it, I'm like, I, I, I don't think I've watched it in full since I've seen it in theaters. So, um, yeah, so it was okay. So it still didn't improve. Getting ready Shame. for that Mandalorian and Grogu movie. Um, and then um, Six Feet Under, which is on HBO, or I'm sorry, Max. Um Great show. It was came out about fifteen. It was it's an older HBO show. I think like fifteen years ago about yeah. a family that runs a funeral parlor. Um, first few episodes that I watched. Um, this is kind of a goal of mine, like kind of like yours to watch a movie every day. Um, I'm, I want to go back and kind of just uh, watch a lot of the older shows that I missed out on at the time. Watch so. an entire series every day. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch all of Six Feet Under tomorrow. Is this um, is this Damian Lindelof who is the creator or writer of the show? I th- believe he is. I don't know that I'll much it up, about it, but uh, yeah. But um, it has like pre- Peter. I, I always get this guy's name, Peter Kraus, who's um he's famous from Parenthood show Parenthood, and then he's also in um Nine One One or whatever it's called, like a newer show. Um, and has the guy Michael C Hall who played Dexter. Um, Richard Jenkins as uh, basically the the funeral the, in the first few minutes the the dad gets in an accident and dies so um, around Christmas time and he's he runs a funeral parlor so um, after that it's just basically them coping with him leaving Michael C Hall's is basically takes over the family business um, it's something I never thought I'd be interested in in that line of work and the show kind of puts a little comedic touch into it i'd say it's more like a dramedy but really good um it's still recommend i think a lot of people consider it have some of the one of the best endings to a tv show ever so um i don't know if i'm building up my expectations to when i get to the end but we'll see yeah damon damon lindelof he uh he did that other hbo show um he was he was a producer on lost uh the leftovers is the one that i'm thinking of yes no Um, the leftovers i I will Leftovers is phenomenal. Um, that is probably outside of the Watchmen and Westworld, my favorite HBO series. Um, he also it did is, Watchmen too, by the way. So he did do the Watchmen. Yeah. Um, he's got a good track record. But um, the Leftovers, I re- it's three seasons. I think it's like nine or ten episodes a season. Um, great show. Three seasons that yeah. really have three different tones, and 
it's 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 interesting, but I, I really do recommend that to everyone. It's it's definitely not everyone's cup of tea, but um, I think if you give it a shot, it's pretty wild. Nice. What are your guys' thoughts? Cool. Harry, you want to go first? Yeah. Um, I mean, shout out Benedict Cumberbatch. Shout out the Grinch. Love the Grinch. Uh, I don't think he gets enough recognition. Um, I did not watch the Grinch this Christmas season, but I did watch a highlight compilation of the Grinch, uh, people dressing up as the Grinch and going into people's homes and stealing their gifts. Uh, those are pretty outrageous. I don't know why you would do that. Um, nor would you hold your kid back, uh, or like, I don't know, maybe just film it and let them know what happened because they're, they're angry. At oh, the they were stealing from their own homes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see, like, did you sure see that's the called larceny? Yeah. They have somewhere like people are dressed as Santa in the basement and then the Grinch runs down and just like starts stealing presents from them. And oh yeah. The kids fighting. are walloping them. Meanwhile, the kids are like, are either like, are there, you have like half of the kids screaming and crying and then the other one's yeah. trying to beat up the Grinch. It's great. Yeah. Uh, shout out my man Elmo, um, or you know my person Elmo. Um, Elmo uh, hates Rocco, and I hate Rocco, so I'm with you, Elmo. Um, morning show, I, I talked about uh, Gypsy Rose. This has a lot of feelings for me, uh, like Tiger King. Um, I, I feel like I've seen the stuff on the internet, or like there was there was a hot dialogue about it the the weekend it dropped, and uh, I hate myself every day for watching Tiger King and. I will not watch this, so um, I hope it was uh, enjoyable. Uh, Detroiters, uh, I think Frank is is a big fan of this. He's always kind of tried to get me into it, considering the I think you should leave. Um, glad to hear it's it's streaming somewhere. Uh, Star Wars sequel trilogy, uh, you know, hey, listen, might be a late content year, so uh, listen, let's uh, let's 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 finally do it. You know what I mean? Let's all rewatch and, and give our thoughts. Um, glad you're going through, hopefully knocking out some shows this year. I think six feet under is a good place to start. And there's a lot of, uh, in the HBO catalog to, to go through and, uh, control. Uh, I'll definitely be playing it. Um, come baby time. Uh, when I take my time off from work and, uh, I can't play online gaming anymore, uh, as hard as I would like to. Um, so I'll probably switch to a couple solo player games and get in some control time. So looking forward to it. Papa, what about for you? yeah um the grinch i have not seen i don't know if i'll ever get around to it 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 looked interesting enough but i i really enjoy both the original and the live action jim carrey movie so i don't know if i have enough room in my heart for yet another grinch iteration all the same it's all the same. <laughs> yeah, probably it's a lot of the same beats there, Greg. So yeah, his heart grows three times uh, in every spoiler. variation of the of the story, and that is abnormal. And he ends up dying. And he dresses a dog up like a deer. And he dresses a dog up like a reindeer. Max, everyone, Max, Max. Um, Elmo in Crouchland. No thanks. Pass. Control. I heard you and Dom talking about it. I watched the trailer for it. It looks pretty interesting. So. If I can get through my backlog, this might be one that I would visit. Um, the morning show, very interesting because I believe it was up for a few Golden Globes. And I like I think I was aware of the show, but um, I hadn't really seen anything for it. And then I'm like, oh, this has Billy Crudup in it. Like, I love Billy Crudup. And uh, even Janet was like, oh, this looks like something I might be interested in, which is pretty rare for her. So... The first, um, it's the first that you, part of the first season is pretty good, um, but it just it really, really tails off from there. 
I was going to say, it's a good thing that you guys were talking about this because season two drop off sounds like it might turn me away. Was was Harrison Ford in the show also? No, that no was, you're uh, thinking of shrinking. shrinking. Uh, but Steve. No, Carell, I know he was in Steve shrinking, Carell but wasn't was he in, in the morning show? Oh, Steve Carell. Okay, yeah. I thought Harrison Ford at some point was in. Oh wait, was he in a movie? Yes, about with Anne this? Hathaway. Oh, yeah. with Anne Hathaway. Yes. Okay. Yes. Bro, it um, all starts to run together. No, <laughs> this this I, I will give the morning show has a lot of big names in it, like Jennifer Aniston. I think uh, what's her name? Yeah. Um, Reese Witherspoon. Mark Duplass is in it. Um, yeah. Who played in like in a serious role? And the guy uh, you watch Lost, right, Craig? Yeah. Um, Richard. The guy with the eyeliner, um, Nestor Carbonell, oh, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. A, he's in it. Yeah, so it, there's a lot of people the that show up in this, and you're like, you're like, oh, it's it's a that guy. So yeah, uh, so I don't know. We'll see on that. Um, Gypsy Rose, very interesting because I literally had never heard of this person until like three days ago, and I'm that's like, what she got released. What is that's, this? Yeah, that's on the, yeah. yeah. So um, I'm cool. I, I I don't need to visit it, but. To Harry's point, man, 2020, we're all locked indoors. Pandemic's going strong. We can only connect socially via social media. Tiger King drops. What a time to be alive, man. Take me back. I love those vibes. I will say, like, as someone who watched both seasons of Tiger King, which uh, unbelievable, they did a second season. Hell yeah, of, brother. <laughs> of, and comparing this with that, it's, it's definitely a different vibe. Like, Tiger King is very outrageous and, like, you can't believe this pe- – this, like, this exists. But, like, the fact that, that this is, like, this thing called Munchausen by proxy is a real thing yeah. that, like, yeah. affects children. So it's, like, it's really wild of how, like, how the, the mom basically kept this daughter, like, locked up. Like had her like taste buds removed so she couldn't taste anything, and then when she would go to the doctor, she would be like, "Oh, I lost my sense of taste. I don't know why." And then they would like try they they would say they couldn't find anything wrong with her. They were like diagnosing her with like yeah. every every fatal disease. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I think. I and then the mom got it. the doctor bill and was like, "I will uh, never uh, financially uh, recover from this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think I compared it to it just because I've seen all the memes online and I've seen people chatting oh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. it, and it's just like I'm yeah. not interested uh, to be honest. So. Um, no, and I, it is I agree an interesting with you, topic but, for sure. But Tiger King, while yes, I'm not going to ever rush out to rewatch it again. It was it does bring back fond memories. Yeah, you know, like yeah. playing Warzone um, uh, for multiple hours is my job. Uh, hell yeah, brother! Is, uh, <laughs> is more of what I look. Woke back up like me. you were on a esports team. Dude. Yeah, it was the best. <laughs> Time to grind. It's dark out now. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Um, Detroiters, this sounds interesting. Uh, I am down for a Tim Robbins Robinson uh, sitcom, so I might check this out. Star Wars sequel trilogy uh, should have stopped with The Force Awakens, but kept going. Props to you. Um, I do want to rewatch these at some point. I have since they've been in theaters. I have rewatched The Force Awakens a few times. Rise of Skywalker once. I've only ever watched Last Jedi once, and which yeah. was when it was in theaters. So we'll see how that goes when we get to that. And um, Six Feet Under. It's so weird because there is a like whole time frame, uh, and I, I I would say it's like mid to late two thousands where there were all these great shows that I just I just missed out on. Six Feet Under's one, 
um, Deadwood, Sopranos, Carnival. Like I wanted to watch all of those. Uh, Weeds, I heard, was a great show. So like I want to check out all that stuff, but there's just so much new content that always drops. And then there's also stuff where it's like, I really want to go back and revisit that. So like it sucks because shows like this for me fall through the cracks and it's like, man, I would love to watch that, but I just don't know that I'll ever get around to it. So I don't know, maybe one day, but I'm glad to hear that. Like, you know, even all these years later, it's still getting positive feedback. I think, can you hear me? Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, my thing went weird. Um, I think the um, the finale on IMDb is rated like a nine point nine out of ten, um, wow. and I think it's like eight point seven overall. So it's um, yeah, it, it's it's got a lot of critical acclaim to it. So for sure. Okay, well that rounds out our holiday watch list. Let's turn our eyes forward to the future, oh, boy, which is. Also the present, 2024. Uh, so we have our hotly anticipated list. Uh, I'm going to kick this off, guys, and just run through my list. First up, <laughs> we had a repeat from last year, which is X-Men 97. It was originally supposed to release uh, in 2023. got bumped. Um, as of now, the word on the street is a Q1 release on Disney+. Plus. Uh, we'll see if that happens. Uh, for those that don't know what I'm talking about, this is a sequel to the hit Fox animated cartoon from the early to mid nineties, uh, X-Men, the animated series. Uh, this takes place in a universe where it's still 1997. Praise Jeebus. Love that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, X-Men, the animated series, one of my all time favorite, uh, animated shows. Um, Probably the first thing, even though I'm a huge comics fan, when somebody says X-Men, that's the first thing that comes to mind for me, um, that iteration of them. And they retained a lot of the original voice actors. Very happy with that. So super hyped for this. Uh, my next pick is another one that got bumped um, from Q4 of 2023 to its new release, release date, March 29th. And that is Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. This is the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, directed by Gil Keenan, starring uh, Carrie Coon, Paul Rudd, McKenna Grace, Finn Wolfhard, and Camille Nanjiani uh, in an undisclosed role, but very excited to see him. Absolutely loved Afterlife. I know you guys were not high on it, but uh, I'm a huge ghost head. Absolutely. Uh, looking forward to this the trailer did not fail to disappoint it seems like we're finally getting away from gozer so i'm excited for that too. Um, change things up and i do see that the original cast the surviving members seem to be returning and i'm okay with that as long as the roles are kept limited i don't need to see a ton of involvement let's let the new cast shine um deadpool 3 is releasing in July 26th, directed by Sean Levy, starring Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman. Um, supposedly, this is going to be a major setup point for the next Avengers films. This is also the introduction of, uh, or the first proper introduction, I should say, of the Fox Universe characters into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, um, really looking forward to that. 
Uh, look, Deadpool 1 and 2, both hits in my book. Getting Hugh Jackman back for potentially one last ride. And we get to see him in the classic Wolverine costume. Sold. Like, that's all I need. Um, just hope that they they keep that humor and smart writing from the first two present in this. Uh, next up for me is an interesting one, and that is Alien Romulus, releasing on August 14th, directed by Fede Alvarez, starring Isabel Merced, uh, Kaylee Spaney, and David Johnson. And I'll be honest, I um, I don't know a ton about this movie. Uh, the, the log line is young people from a distant world must face the most terrifying life form in the universe. This is a sequel to the original film alien. Supposedly it takes place between alien and aliens. Um, so curious to see what we get from that, but unlike a lot of the, uh, franchises that get rehashed from the eighties, uh, predator terminator, I'm looking at you. All the Alien movies have been bangers for me. Like, I've loved, resurrection aside, I've loved every other entry in the Alien universe, excluding AVP films. So, I'm very excited to see this. Fede Alvarez, uh, I believe, did the um, Evil Dead remake and enjoyed that. So, looking forward to it. Next up, Beetlejuice 2, releasing on September 6th, directed by Tim Burton. Starring Jenna Ortega, Willem Dafoe, Monica Bellucci, Winona Ryder, Michael Keaton. Um, hey, <laughs> I love the original Beetlejuice, and this does have some um, big shoes to fill. I don't expect it to to replace that, but it's been a while since we've gotten like a weird Tim Burton movie, I think. And I'm excited to see some of the original cast returning. I think the new cast that they brought in, some of the people I just mentioned. Um, are going to be excellent additions. Very curious to see what they cook up with the story. Again, you know, similar to Deadpool 3, I just hope they keep that uh, tongue-in-cheek humor in there. And, um, oh man, Monica Bellucci, she's one of my crushes. I, I just gotta see her. Uh, next up, we have Joker Fully Adieu, uh, releasing on October 4th. Directed by Todd Phillips, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Lady Gaga, Brendan Gleeson, who I did not know was in this. Um, look, I love the first Joker film. Uh, I was very lukewarm on it um, leading up to it. I mean, I, I knew Joaquin Phoenix would do a decent job with it, but I didn't quite know what to expect because, hey, we're getting a Joker film without Batman. Seems to be set in, you know, like a weird version of Gotham reminiscent to like seventies, New York, whatever. Absolutely loved it. Loved the aesthetic of it. Loved the story. The performance was incredible from Joaquin won uh, an Oscar for it. Um, so I have high expectations for this. I think, uh, you know, there, there was some controversy about whether it's a musical or not. You can have musical numbers in a movie and it not be a musical. And guess what? Even if it is a musical, who cares? I trust the team behind this. Looking forward to seeing what gets done with it. Uh, and that's why it's highly anticipated for me. And last but not least, this was kind of a surprise announcement that came out, I want to say, within the last month. But um, there's going to be another Karate Kid film, uh, untitled so far, but the tentative release date is December 13th. Uh, it's going to be directed by Rob Lieber, 
and starring Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan. So I'm a huge Cobra Kai head. I'm a huge Karate Kid fan, uh, although I have not seen the next Karate Kid. So there is that. But I did really enjoy the reboot with um, Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. And I feel like it doesn't get a lot of love. I don't know why that is, but uh, but it was a it was a good story, you know, very reminiscent of the original Karate Kid, hence the the reboot aspect of it. But I think they did a wonderful job. And um, I'm really looking forward to Machio meeting Chan and seeing, you know, what gets cooked up here. Even if there's no ties to uh, um, Cobra Kai, which I I imagine there will probably be a reference. Uh, I don't know about characters, but I'm sure there will be a reference or two. Um, Just those two worlds meeting is going to be interesting. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll get um, Jaden Smith's character uh, popping back up. You know, I'm not a huge fan of him, but I think it'd be a nice little nod because they, they seem to be bringing back as many characters from the franchise history as they can. So really looking forward to that. Uh, so that's my list for hotly anticipated 2024 uh, thoughts, boys. Um, For your Deadpool three, did you see, I don't know if it was released today. Did you see the, the shot of the full shot of the mask? I don't know if it was Jackman was in it or not. So it was, it was a mock-up, but yes, oh, okay. I did see it. That yep. looks, I, I'm, this if if that's the wow. case i'm it's amazing it's like everything i could yes. could dream of um so yeah i'm excited for deadpool i i i think it's the only mcu movie coming out this year uh out on at least in theaters um i think tv we have echo which just got released yesterday um i don't even know if i think a lot of other stuff got pushed back um outside of like what if that that came out a couple weeks ago but I don't know if like Ironheart was supposed to come out this year, like a few other things, but MCU's, MCU MCU's running running uh light this year. So hopefully it's for the best. Um I think we need some time to step back, take a breath, and then house in order. And see what happens. Um I know they're still working on the, the Kang stuff with uh Jonathan Majors possibly either being replaced or just getting rid of him. Um or at least yeah, he's the character out, altogether. Well, the character altogether. There were rumors that they found someone who's in talks to replace Kang, sure. um, but we'll see. Yeah, okay. Um, I just I need an MCU break in in terms of movies. Um, I'm really excited to watch Echo. So, um, but yeah, Deadpool three. Um, if they keep it to the the first two, like that type of humor, and they stick with the fact that Disney is going to take a risk and give this a hard R, which they they should. Um. I don't think Ryan Reynolds or Hugh Jackman would do it if they didn't have free reign in terms of what the character, like what the characters already are. So I'm um, hopefully that they 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 are good with that. Um, X Men '97. I'm I'm all in. I, I'm I I want this to come out. I, I we talked on previous recaps of shows how I just every time I hear the X Men theme or X Men mutant reference, how excited I am for it. Um, I've watched re- I've watched the show probably five or six times through in my life um i i absolutely love it so i i'm due for another rewatch uh since this is coming out soon we'll see they've got Um, some some faith in it too because i'm pretty sure season two is either already in production or in post-production yeah yeah so and it's great and the animation that they look it's very similar i think it it looks very similar to the old stuff that they had before but it looks like Mm -hmm. a little updated and newer so i think that'll i think that'll be good but um stick with the 
stick with the story, the good story that they the original told, and and I'm in. Like I'll 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 go to war for it. Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. Um, I'm sorry, Greg. I I, I couldn't care about couldn't care less about. It's all this. right. You're I, out. I, I get it. <laughs> I, I you know it's it's I I was I was I saw a few things online about this where they were like joking around. They're like, we came from like ghosts and like more like I guess world threatening. Go like it's a smaller level in New York, and now like New York's frozen over, and they're like, this is just such a like I feel like that it's, people are like I feel like they're jumping the shark on this story, but I mean whatever. I, if if people like and people like you enjoy it and they're making movies and the, and the fans enjoy it, then I don't what who cares? They freeze the whole earth. I don't care. Bring it um, on, baby. It might be better if they do that. Um, Alien Romulus. Uh, I I've talked before. I'm I'm not. Um, well versed in viewing the alien movies, even though I do have a uh, a DVD set that was gifted to me by one Papa Spice. Uh, to that, quote Ghostbusters, you never studied. Yeah, uh, which is, it's right behind me. It's now uh, has a Still bunch there. of stuff blocking it. Yeah. Um, for it has for all our <laughs> listeners on this audio only platform, yeah, it's pointing to a, a, a it's right over there, right over there, um, in a in a in a nice little storage area that I have not watched yet. Um, there will be a day um so yeah I, I i didn't hear anything about this so um so yeah i hope i you know i hope you enjoy it um beetlejuice 2 i'm i'm all in for this uh tim burton like you had said hopefully it's returned to form for him beetlejuice is a, is definitely a, this was i feel like this has been in the works for like 20 years at least um and then bringing back you know winona Ryder. um uh What's the? Uh, I heard the mom is coming back. I go Catherine O'Hara. I heard she yeah. might be coming back. Um, the dad's not because he's either uh, dead or he's, uh, a, he's a, a creeper. Yeah, he's a yeah he's, he's a creeper. Yeah, he's a creeper. <laughs> um, so uh, he's a scumbag. So uh, keep him far away from this. Um, it's interesting that they are doing that. Uh, not interesting, but I'm not surprised that they they pulled in someone like Jenna Ortega, um, especially after her success with um. You know, a couple different horror movies that she had, or and Wednesday. I feel like this is definitely up her alley um, to be in a in a Tim Burton movie. And Willem Dafoe. I mean, that guy's that guy's. I mean, he's a he's a creep, but not like the creep like the original dad. Like the, t- Willem Dafoe is just like a, a a naturally creepy guy, but he's a great actor. So bring him in. That, that, that that's he he deserves a, a Tim a nice Tim Burton role. Um, and then Michael Keaton. You can't do it without him. Um, Joker. Two, I'm not uh f- fully ado if that's how you pronounce it. Uh, I I did not see the first Joker. Uh, I saw clips of it. I you haven't seen that? I have not seen it. Nope. Wow. Uh, I saw that clip. watch, man. I saw the clip when he goes on the talk show, and um, and I think I get saw one get. other one. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I'm trying. I, he's like, oh, you think that's funny? He's like, three people are dead, and you're laughing. Um, so I've seen that. Um. And then I see all the memes of uh, Joe Joe Coy when they're like Joe Coy at the Golden Globes, and it's a picture of um of Joaquin oh, yeah. Joker doing stand up. <laughs> Arthur Fleck doing stand up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I, nothing against it. I just I feel like it came it, it that it came out in a time where I like I I it was started time where I wasn't going to the movies that often, and I, and I kind of was like being very select. I didn't think it was <clears throat> excuse me was was a good idea to make the joke like just a Joker movie. I was proven wrong. It made a bunch of money. They're making a sequel, and it's, it has critical acclaim. So I know it's on some str- – it might be on Netflix um, now, so I'll have to give it a shot. Max, I believe. I don't know. They pull stuff – but they, yeah. Well, no, yeah, they the pull DC stuff and will put it on – Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. on Netflix now, True. yeah. So True. I don't know. It's somewhere. Um, 
Sorry about that. Didn't want to do that in the microphone. Um, yeah, a little bit. Of, sorry. Karate Kid, I'm interested to see what they do with this because I thought um, – and I, I looked this up while you were, while you were going over it. Um, I thought that Jackie Chan's character was just another version of Mr. Miyagi. Like it was Mr. Miyagi was his name, which um, it's not. It's Mr. Han. So interested in, to see how they do this, especially with the third season or the sixth season or seventh. I don't know which one it is of Cobra Kai that's coming out. It's the last one. I think it's six. Um and they're, like you said, they're bringing everyone back. Um, I have seen the next Karate Kid. Uh, you don't really need to watch it to understand the Karate Kid lore, but uh, you know, if you want to see Hillary Swank and Michael Ironside coming into the Cobra Kai world, then sure, I guess. Michael Ironside's in it. All right, I'm yeah, sold. and he's and guess what? He's <laughs> he plays he plays. You see Starship Troopers or any other Michael I- or Total Recall? Yeah. he's the same guy. He's he's like the the. That's okay. I love him for that. He's the John Kreese of the next Karate Kid. He's like a, a, of an army version of of Kreese. Um, Love it. So yeah, it's it's okay. But um, I, I'm interested in this because Cobra Kai. I'm not a big Karate Kid movie guy. I think they're okay. I've I think I've appreciated them more after I watched Cobra Kai. Um, but uh, you know, I I think if, if it ties, if it's more if it's more connected to the Cobra Kai series, I think I'm all in. Um, I mean, they're not going to make a sequel or like a whatever 40 years or whatever after the last one came out whenever karate kid three came out i don't know um but yeah i i, I am interested just to see if it's more co- if it feels more like cobra kai because i'm not the older movies i'm just kind of whatever so i don't i don't think they're related much yeah i was gonna ask okay. is, is karate kid is this a theatrical release or is this on a yeah, stream service interesting okay yeah. So, like, is it going to be tied to Cobra Kai, or is it just going to be, like, basically, like, they're going to have Ralph Macchio as as Danny in Cobra Kai, and then a separate multiverse Danny in with Jackie I don't Chan? Think, I don't think it's either. I think it still takes place in the same universe, but okay. the characters in Cobra Kai, outside of, like, maybe his kids, I don't think they're going to feature them. Maybe he'll mention them. Maybe yeah. we'll get a shot, but, like, it's not going to focus on that aspect. I just want Mike Barnes to keep coming back. He's my favorite. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, out of, out of seven choices here, Greg, you got a a 2.5, uh, interested choices from me here. Uh, I'll go backwards to follow up with hands. Uh, the karate kid, um, this is one that I'm kind of interested in. Uh, Kerber Kai has gotten really long in the tooth and really repetitive. Uh, I didn't even finish, I think season six. Um, I started it and usually I power through it, but our season five, sorry. You gotta Um, watch it. Come on. I'm sure it, it ends the same way it does uh, with the other seasons. Um, the Joker uh, two. I never saw the Joker either. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, I never saw what? Joker. Yeah, I oh. went to go see it one night uh, in Dolby, and uh, they couldn't get the Dolby projector to calibrate and play. Uh, so I said, "Well, that's it for me. Uh, I guess I'm not seeing it." Uh, Ooh, and it wasn't. We might have a ready-made. Never have I ever seen. Yeah, here. listen. Did, did you get, second, did you get a Riyadh? Uh, I said I had a list, and it didn't really matter to me. But I probably right. should have. Um, I listen when the second one comes out. I'll watch the first one. We'll see. Uh, I'm not super excited for it, but I am interested in it because of just I think the hype around it uh, more than anything. Uh, Beetlejuice two. Uh, not a Beetlejuice guy. Just like I'm not an Edward Scissorhands guy. What a just shocker. like yeah, right. It colored me surprised. Uh, listen, will I be there with you night one with all the Beetlejuice freaks, Greg? Probably. 
I'll be sitting right next to you. Uh, interesting they're going with a September release for this. I mean, you know, it'll probably have legs, but... Uh, you I'll know, never understand that. It seems ready-made for October, right? Yeah, it's just, I feel, but I mean, with, with Joker coming out on 10-4, you don't want to go up against yeah, that true. with how much money it made. Also, um, Saul, the next Saul movie is going to be releasing, too. So you're going to be uh, some of that. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. Good point, Hans. Good point. Um, Alien, Romulus, 100% in on, uh, you know, keep popping out these Alien movies, keep making them weirder, more interesting. I'm all in. Uh Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, listen, I'm happy for you, man. Will I be there with you night one? Of course. Uh, am I looking forward to it? Absolutely not. Uh, my feelings on the last one are, are well uh, documented. Uh, X-Men 97, sure, man. I'm, I'm excited for you guys. Your theme song will play. We'll see how good that show is. Uh, and then uh, Deadpool 3. There is no movie that I am less excited for this year, nor have faith in. Uh, and I'm going in with the lowest of expectations to be exceeded, hopefully, slightly. Um, absolutely out on Deadpool three. Uh, I'm sick of Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he's made garbage Netflix movies that he's used to, uh, prop up his, uh, you know, um, investments in his companies. Don't you dare. Um, <laughs> Wrexham. Cool, man. I give you uh, alerts from Wrexham that they did something good. I don't care, man. Um, you're such listen, a hater. I am. Um, and listen, was Deadpool two Deadpool two great? No. Um, was it good? I guess. Um, was the first one great? Very sure. good. The shtick is run a little thin for me. I'm a fan of Free Guy. Uh, I hope I'm surprised. Um, you guys started talking about the costume. I could care less, man. Um, none of that is going to do it for me. Will I be sitting there night one with all the people cheering when Wolverine walks out in his yellow '97 costume? Yeah, of course. Will I care? No. Will I give a look to you guys and say, look at this garbage? Um, yeah, I will. Uh, but yeah, no movie I'm looking forward to least than Deadpool 3. Here's the deal, man. You went to see Aquaman 2. Yeah. It cannot possibly be lower than that. So uh, you're, at you're least right. go in knowing that. Well, that's the thing. I'm going in with low expectations. I went in with low expectations for Aquaman 2, and uh, it uh, exceeded those low expectations and made it worse. So... Um, Deadpool three, I'm going with low expectations and hopefully, you know, I'll come out and be like, that was actually kind of fun or a return to form. But, uh, mm. yeah, the Sean, listen, I, I liked free guy to a point. Um, and I don't know, just the Ryan Reynolds stick to me, like, you know, red notice that, uh, that other Netflix movie that I can't think of where he, six underground, uh, I didn't see six underground, uh, but I heard that one's actually pretty solid. Uh, cause that's directed by, uh, that's Michael Bay, which, you know, always a solid time with Michael Bay and, uh, no, the, the, the futuristic one where he, like, he meets his child self, the Adam project, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So Remember that one, yeah, boy, do I ever, and now he's going to be in this John Krasinski movie, if, which I could care less about. Um, so I just lie at a lot of Ryan Reynolds and, um, I get it that people love it, but I don't. So, um, sorry, Ryan, uh, We'll see in 2025. Maybe you'll pick better projects. It's going to be a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Uh, all right. Well, there goes my list. Harry just shooting it down. Yeah. Harry, listen, what have you got listen, on tap? I'm what happy you that you're uh, anticipating some of these. Um, <clears throat> all right. I'm going to uh, take these in a little bit of a grouping here. Um, uh, one of the uh, categories that I have on here uh, is for video games. Um, one of them being Star Wars Outlaws, uh, which um, is, I guess, like kind of going to be an open world game. 
um, in regards to the development of it. Uh, I'm excited that it's getting a PS5 release. Uh, I was worried that it would just go like straight to PC first. Um, but I'm happy to see that uh, this is coming out. Um, I'm just... I, I listen, my my I might have documented my my feelings on Star Wars um the uh fallen what was it, Fallen Order of the Game and uh Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor. Survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are fun, but listen, um I'm just hoping this is this has got some new characters. It doesn't rely on old stuff, old properties. Uh I'm just I'm I'm anticipating this and I'm intrigued by it. Um, another thing that I saw that it looks like it's going to get, um, a PS5 release. Uh, it's a video game that was released in 95. That's getting remastered called star Wars, dark forces. Um, this was a game I played with my sister on, on PC. Um, when we got it for Christmas and we set it up, uh, as, as kids and, uh, boy, oh boy, there's a couple notes I have for this game. Dark, dark forces one. Uh, it was impossible to get past a certain point because we didn't know that there was different keys to open the doors. We thought it was just space bar, um, and apparently that wasn't the case, and we just wandered around the opening room for probably a couple days, um, and we would just replay, you know, fighting the stormtroopers. Uh, Dark Forces is very much like a Doom game. Uh, it's a first-person shooter, um, and uh, it's it was uh, developed for the Macintosh uh, back in 96, uh, so that was dope. Uh, I... <laughs> It's not a great looking game, nor does the remaster look to be incredible, uh, but it just brought back a lot of nostalgia for me, and uh, I'm probably going to cop it. And uh, the second part uh, that uh, of the nostalgia for this game for me was uh, the fact that there was uh, kind of the garbage monster uh, from uh, A New Hope uh, kind of in a level in this, and that was absolutely terrifying. Um, I, we had to pick our feet up off the floor. Um, totally scared by that so that's video game corner for me uh so dipping into the star wars realm as much as i don't want to uh for that but it doesn't look like a hot year for gaming but as always with this stuff there's always those little surprises so we'll see what happens with our end of the year lists um television shows i'm gonna jump into that now um i got three of those uh true detective night country um season four technically i guess of true detective um but it's all kind of uh None of the seasons connect with each other, so it's uh what what's a what is the term for that anthology? Anthology. Yeah, so that premieres January fourteenth. So hey, if you're looking for something to watch uh, this coming weekend, feel free to jump in. Um, starring Jodie Foster. Um, I'm really excited for this because I love 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 uh True Detective season one. Uh, season three with Mahershala Ali is a little bit redeeming, and from everything from earlier reviews, I hear is uh this one is a return to form with that. So highly highly suggest that. Um. Even if you're not in on that um, series, you can just jump right in on season four. Um, no problem. The next one on my list is uh, is called Three Body Problem. Uh, this premieres on March 21st. This I think this trailer just recently dropped. My, my concerns with this is there's a couple, actually. Um, one is that uh, this is a Netflix show. Um, so could be interesting with that. Um, this is by, uh, David Benioff and, uh, DB Weiss, uh, the guys who did Game of Thrones. Um, I think they helped adapt this or create it. And one of the things that I think it has going for it is that it is adapted from a previous material. So that is a positive. Um, and basically this show is about a fateful decision in 1960s China echoes across space and time to a group of scientists in the present forcing them to face humanity's greatest threat. 
Um, the trailer for, for this is also right up my alley um, as well. So if you haven't uh, checked that out, um, that comes out in March and uh, it'll be on Netflix. Um, the next TV show I have is uh, I've seen this trailer a couple times um, premiering on HBO shows, but it's called The Sympathizer. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is in this and he, he looks to be... Um, I don't want to say trying to return to form, but playing playing an interesting role in this. But uh, the story is basically about a half French, half Vietnamese man who served as a spy for communist forces during the Vietnam War. Um, and it's also based off of a Pulitzer Prize winning novel um, as well. So I'm always in on these adaptations, to be honest with you, because usually I feel like they're a little bit safer. You have the source material um, with that. So I think it'll be a seven episode uh, series on HBO. I haven't seen um, a release date for that as of yet, um, but it, it looks right up my alley as far as like a little espionage, a little a little thrillerish, a little who's tricking who. Um, so really looking forward to that. Um, I said there was uh, three shows. There's actually four shows. I apologize. Um, House of the Dragon season two. Uh, that's apparently premiering in the summer. Really, in on the first season, we talked about it as well. Um, so give me some more of that uh, hot dragon action um you know there for that um and then i got five movies that i'm looking forward to this uh holiday season so you guys can uh really uh look forward to some of that stuff there um and the first one i want to talk about is a film called wolves uh this is stars um brad pitt and george clooney so if you're an oceans fan i mean here we go um it is it follows two lone lo, two lone wolf fixers who are assigned to the same job. So maybe a little thriller, maybe a little comedy in there. Um, you know, with those two powerhouses. Uh, my only concern with this acquired by Apple. So um, hopefully it gets a, a theatrical run because uh, Apple seems to be a little bit more friendly with that. But um, I just uh, when I read this, I couldn't uh, not have it on my list for that. Um, my second choice is a film, uh, that'll be coming out, uh, let's see here on March 8th and it's called love lies bleeding. Um, and this is a romance. This is movies about a romance fueled by ego desire and the American dream, baby. Uh, it stars Kristen Stewart. Um, I gotta be honest. I, this is an A24 film. I saw the trailer for this. Looks like a couple of bodybuilders who kind of, uh, maybe fall in love in a dangerous world. Um, so I'm all in um, on this. So uh, yeah, hundred percent looking forward to this. If you guys aren't familiar, check it out. Uh, the, the trailer has a total eighties vibe to it too. Um, and I just, uh, Ed Harris is in this and he looks like he just plays such a, such a scumbag that uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this um, as well. Uh, and then I kind of think the three big ones here, we got Furiosa, Mad Max Saga. Uh, that comes out May 24th. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy uh, playing the titular Furiosa character, Younger. Chris Hemsworth is in this. Um, the film looks just as crazy as Mad Max Fury Road. Um, 100% in on this. Can't wait to be there opening night. Uh, seeing it in the IMAX. Uh, hopefully it gets the blood uh, pumping for that. Um, Next one is uh, Nosferatu. Um, that's coming out on uh, December 25th. Uh, director Robert Eggers um, is doing this, who's kind of the, I don't want to call him the number one horror guy, but he's doing doing some interesting things uh, right now. 
in the horror in the horror game. So, and obviously, Nasratu is a, is a well loved. I mean, listen, I don't need to speak to Greg. I mean, you just I can let Greg go on about ten minutes about this and how important it is for him. Um, so, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to remember who is playing the the characters. Is it? I know what's Willem Dafoe. He's been a he's been a heavy topic uh, for this of course one is on this, but Bill Sarsgaard is playing, I believe, Nasratu um, or yep, you know, Count Orlock. Yeah, Count Orlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, hey, and listen, why don't you check out an old film? Check out the original Nasratu. It might not be for you, uh, but hey, you know, show appreciation to old old film. Uh, and then the big boy, we're carving out all of March. We're dropping an episode every week uh, for this film. Uh, Dune Part 2. Um, couldn't be more excited for this. Uh, finally, I had this on my list last year. I saved it for last this time uh, just because I'm super excited for this. There isn't there isn't a ton of heavy hitters this year, as I, as I hinted to at earlier. So Dune is definitely going to be one that I'm going to force you guys to watch and see. Uh, I won't have to force hands to watch it. Um, I just might have to watch his kids uh, in order for him to get out for it, but I will happily do so. Uh, and yeah, Dune Part Two. So uh, that's uh, that's my list. Um, definitely better than Greg's list. Uh, we'll remember that come the end of the year as Greg rolls his eyes at my humor. So, um, Greg, Greg, go ahead. You know what? I'll throw it to you, Greg. I, I kind of crapped on your list. Feel free to crap on I, mine. I, I, you I know. can't wait to tear all of this crap apart. Yeah. Um, no, so as far as video games go, uh, Star Wars Outlaws, eh, sure. I, I don't know. I, I was I so I bent out of in the, shape. in the video game world. Is this being done by EA? Do you know offhand? Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, I will find the studio. I didn't mention okay. that. Great call. If if it's not being done by EA, Where's Dom when you need him? there might be hope for this. Um, Dark Forces, I Ubisoft. never played the Ubisoft. original, although... Ubisoft, nice. Yeah. Um, Dark Forces, I never played the original, but um, I heard good things. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to see how this looks because if it if it isn't truly like an HD remake or whatever, it's definitely um, not. It looks like Doom. Yeah, it might just probably. I might have to skip. Uh, as far as your TV shows go, True Detective. I think I'm going to wait for word of mouth on this because I loved season one of true detective season two was a miss for me. Didn't even bother with season three, but I did see the trailer for this and it does look interesting. So uh, I'll, I'll let you be the Guinea pig and then you let me know how it is yeah, and I will. we'll see if it's worth I got watching. You. I'm all over it. Uh, appreciate you three body problem. Um, this is the first I'm hearing about this, but I'll be honest, if it's not James Bond, uh, Ethan Hunt, or Argyle, I'm not into the spy game. Uh, <laughs> it's Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, the spy stuff, not a huge oh, fan of. Oh, you mean of. The Sympathizer? That one was the spy one. I'm sorry, Sympathizer. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're correct. Uh, watch the trailer I, for I, it. I watch the trailer up. for it. I think you'd be in. I'll, I'll watch the trailer yeah. for it, but I, I don't know. I'm not expecting much. Um, okay. Three body problem actually does sound like an interesting concept, although I am a little leery about Benioff and Weiss, but um, I will watch the trailer for that also because that, that might catch my uh, interest. Yeah. Um, 
House of the Dragon is a great call. I actually forgot to put this on, but this absolutely would have made my yeah, list. It might not come out. I mean, I'm hoping. I I saw the I think trailer releases like game. You know, uh, sorry, H, HBO Max's or Max um, promotion. Um, so I hope it hits. You know, maybe we'll get something for the Super Bowl. Uh, but yeah, high hopes that yeah. it comes out. Um, Dune Part Two. Excited to see in theaters. I'm not a huge Dune guy, not as much as you guys, anyway. I mean, I did enjoy the last one, but um, I'm more excited to get the big screen experience for this because this is a movie that needs to be seen on the big screen. Spice so, and sand, baby, all day. Hell yeah! Um, so that'll be good. Uh, Love Lies Bleeding. This is another one I completely forgot uh, and I missed. Um, but totally looking forward to this. Great trailer. I, this probably, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Love the vibes from the trailer. I think you put a perfect description on it. I'm probably going to turn people off with this comment, but this kind of gives like female pain and gain vibes. And I, mm, I know a lot of I people don't like pain and gain, but I really enjoyed that movie for what it was. And while this is a completely different story, um, you know, that, that, bodybuilder like neon aesthetic like you know there's some danger involved uh shady dealings i'm in like this looks dope and i'm not the world's hugest kristen stewart fan Love in fact, the only movie i like her in is adventureland the only performance i've ever seen of hers that i like but this i think might be number two for me so let's rock uh, baby. we'll see how it goes Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Uh, sure, I'm like I really enjoyed Fury Road, but um, I don't know. It, I'm not like super pumped for this. This is one of those where oh, you guys are going out Thursday night. Sure, I'll, I'll come along, and I'm sure yeah, it'll will. be fun. <laughs> but Man, I'm uh, going to Ghostbusters and Beetlejuice with you. You got to see. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't throw this on. Um, Boo. Wolves sounds intriguing uh i'm in i'm in for that and nosferatu was another one where it's like i can't believe i missed this now i will say um robert eggers did he do uh he did um oh god i'm trying to think of his which other films for a24 did he do i got you i got you um lighthouse did he he do the green knight No, that's the uh, that's the other guy, the other young. Uh, I forget his name right now, but uh, he did the Norseman, right? The Norseman, Norseman, not, uh, Norseman. Yeah, and then the, was the, the bitch, the or witch. Norseman. I'm sorry, the yeah. witch. Okay, did he do a ghost story also? Uh, I think that's the one with he, Casey Affleck. Mm, yeah, no, I think that's the other guy. I think that's the guy who did the Green Knight. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm, All I'm right. So you know what then? Yeah, he did the witch and the Northman. All right, so I'm sold. I, yeah, the other guy, I'm not super big on, but Robert David Eggers Lowry. has delivered. Uh, okay, you're yep. of. That's it. Um, but yeah, this cast looks phenomenal. Uh, Nosferatu is a property that I'm very excited for. Um, I have seen both the original 1922 film. And I've seen the 1979 remake, Nosferatu the Vampire. And I would say, if you're watching solely for um, 
checking off stuff in your cinematic bucket. Sure. Go with the 1922 yeah. film. But for me, the 79 version is far superior. It's directed by Werner Herzog, uh, starring Klaus Kinski and Isabella Johnny. Um, absolutely tremendous. It is a whole vibe. Definitely. Um, make the hairs on your arm stand up very creepy. Nice. So yeah, check out the 79 version. If you want to prep for this shadow of the vampire, which is a, fa- uh, a faux documentary or a, I don't want to say a mockumentary, but it's a faux documentary about the making of the original Nosferatu, uh, starring Willem Dafoe. Also, um, that one I remember not being super impressed with when I saw it in theaters, but I think I need to revisit that because I feel like I'd get more out of it now. Gotcha. So, a lot of Nosferatu love, but yeah. uh, but definitely check out the '79 version. Definitely check out the one in the coming year in 2024. So, how for you, your list? Uh, there's some potential here, yeah, but not uh, yours. I hear you. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, hands. So those keep me scored, Harry's. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'll just go off uh, Dune 2. Yeah, I'm uh, 100%. Uh, 200%. We're going to be holding like, hands I, in there, baby. We'll I, kiss. Cannot, I can't wait to kiss. I can't, I can't, the, the worst news that I got in 2024 was the fact that they were pushing it back. Oh. The best news I got in 2023, the best news I got in 2023, outside of uh, Riley being born, was um, them moving Dune up about two weeks to March baby. 1st. So oh, I am, we are we are almost in that home stretch. Um, I can't wait. I, I January actually has a poster like a month away. Hans actually has a poster above his bed of bald Austin Butler. So. Oh God! Yep. <laughs> I, no, I actually have um, I have the one, I have a bald sting from uh, the original the eighty four <laughs> one. The original. <laughs> yeah, or whatever it came out the dumpster fire. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> but I am uh, I'm all in on dude. I, I can't wait. Um, Love lies bleeding. I do not know what that was until you just mentioned it, so it was never on my radar. Check out the trailer. Um, you'll be in. Mm, All right, probably yeah. a movie I'll catch on streaming. I will not go out in the theaters to see. Um, I'm surprised. But yeah, nothing against Kristen Stewart. I, lo- I, I like love Kristen that Stewart. you're shooting down movies three, four months out. You're like, nah, I'm not going to make it, bro. I can tell you right now. Like, I, <laughs> Based on the amount of movie time I go to the movies, like, I, I'm looking at the movies that I'm excited to see, that's where I'm going to have to like put my time on. If it comes out well, you've got two kids now. It. One can watch the other. Come on. I guess. I mean, yeah, he is. Let's go. He is kind of dependent on he can. Yeah, yeah he's fine. got it. Um, Furio said, uh, "I'm kind of like Greg. Man, Max, it, it's okay. I, 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 it's good. I, I don't, I don't. I think, I think Fury Road is, is, uh, dare I say, overrated. Mm. Uh, it's just, it's just one long car chase. It's a lot. It's just a car Whatever, chase. Whatever, bro. I don't know what you want. All it is, and a guy who plays a guitar that spits fire. That's that's uh, something that's up pretty for dope. you. <laughs> I mean, it's dope. But I mean, if Elmo, it's, if it's, Elmo and Grouchland shows up, maybe you might be in. But I hear maybe <laughs> if Elmo on Fury Road, then I might, I might think about yeah. it." But, oh, um, I need I need Sesame Street to do. I it. I I'm not, I I I'm not on that Mad Max train, and uh, I probably won't. This won't push me on that. Mm. So, um, Wolf's uh, why I'll go see that is because you had mentioned the oceans um the oceans chemistry that George Clooney and Brad Pitt have. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. If it's it's I know it's um different director. It's not um. Yeah, it's John Watts Soderberg. who uh, did uh, the Spider-Man. Spider-Man movies. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if it was Spider-Man Soderbergh, movie. I mean, he, you know, he did the Ocean's movies. I'd be, I'd be even more in. But uh, you know, I like, I, I, I've been seeing more of Brad Pitt. Like, just seeing stuff on his on TV. You know, he's, he's becoming one of my favorite actors. Um, in nice. terms of movies where it's just like go to like from like Moneyball to Bullet Train. I just, I think he's very just likes. I. Like, 
obviously likes what he does and just does goofy things. So I, I, I hope this is more like Oceans type. I forgot how much Oceans you love Bullet Train. That just triggered I me. I love Bullet Train. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a Bullet Train 2 coming out. I might, yeah. I might have dreamed that or I read it somewhere. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe that was on the Disbusted film. It's called Bullet Choo Choo. I don't know. <laughs> I love Bullet Train. I watched that twice since I saw it the first time. Um, so yeah. Um, Nosferatu, I'm not in that Nosferatu world, so enjoy it, guys. I, I that's not. I'm out. I will not be. I will not be uh, getting away from my family on Christmas to go watch Nosferatu. That's uh, you know, we'll see. Go the day after. Um, I hear you, man. Okay, yeah, okay, okay yeah. yeah. I got All you. Right. Um, True Detective. <laughs> that's on my list of shows that I do want to rewatch. I, or not rewatch, just watch for the first time. Um, I've I've heard nothing but good things about it. Uh, like amazing things. Attitude. I actually watch. I watched, um, started watching season two when that came out. Uh, and that's yeah, that's not that great. Yeah, Vince Vaughn's did okay you see in season it. one? No, but I knew they weren't attached. They weren't. They weren't connected. So right. I just you I, missed the best one. I, <laughs> oh, I apparently I, yeah. I didn't watch all of season two. I kind of only made it like two episodes. Uh, most um, people didn't watch all of it. Three three body problem. Uh, I had no idea what that is until you had said it. So not you know again not not on my. Uh, my yeah. current radar, but the we, news we just see. isn't the news just isn't hitting the my sequel to two body problem. This is yeah. crazy. I yeah, I did not see one body problem or two body problem, <laughs> uh, but I did see four body problems. So maybe oh, this will fill in some gaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the fifth one is weekend at body problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> two body. House, House of the Dragon. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you're excited for this. Um, I, I as you know, I know you guys are much more game of thrones heads than i am than i am um i did like season one of of house of the dragon i feel like i do need to go back and rewatch it before this comes out um to see but i i know there were good things about season one that i did like um but yeah if that comes out in 2024 i'll probably get delayed again um the sympathizer sure yeah Check out the I trailer man to, i'm telling you i will watch i watch trailers for all these movies that you just suggest or should shows, suggest yeah. yeah um sure we're, we're back later um Star Wars Dark Forces, I do remember playing this. Um, I, I didn't know it was getting remastered, so, uh, you know, maybe, still, maybe I'll check it out. It still doesn't look we'll great, but it'll yeah, be remastered. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, remastered. <laughs> it's ported it over to it. In Dr. Uh, Evil quotes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, Star Wars Outlaws, I will say I'm very excited for because I think it's it's a, show, it's a, or a game that's not going to – thank God – Thank God we've been waiting for this. That doesn't revolve around Jedi or anything like that. Yeah. It's kind of like a more of a bounty hunter type story. Which that game was supposed to come out like 15 years ago, and they canceled it. So I think this is more. Can't wait to play a Jedi bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> this came out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere, and I think I, I remember when they announced it. Um, so it's been on my radar since. So um, yeah, I'm excited to play that. Hopefully, it comes out soon. I'm not sure. There I thought go. it was just come out at the end of last year, but of course, it got delayed. So we jumping in the right. in the my stuff. You round it yeah, out. Yeah, that my leaves man. one left. Close us out, man. What do you got on cool. your hotly anticipated list? All right. So the the two that we did mention, I'll just knock it out. Dune Part Two which comes out March first, and Deadpool Three, which Harry's excited for, uh, comes out nope. July twenty sixth. Um, what I have on here is Inside Out Two, uh, which is uh, obviously the sequel to Inside Out One. Um, one of my favorite Pixar movies. I've actually. I think I think I go back on and forth on this with like between this and Soul as my favorite Pixar movie. Um, I think Inside Out was this was when Pixar was was just knocking them out of the park with hit after hit. Now they're kind of doing it a little. They're just kind of I don't say they're struggling, but they're not as as financially successful. Um, 
Inside Out is it's just it's one of my it's, I like the fact that they they deal with emotions and you know with uh, with Riley not 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 no favoritism because of my child's name and, and Riley Lies. and that but um but um I do like how they're now that the fact that they're bringing in other emotions um into outside of the original four or five five that they have um. Yeah, you know, I think some of them I know, like the one that they're they're bringing in is like anxiety, which is like really cool because I feel like you know there are there is like representation of that in in movies, like tons of movies. But I think of the fact that I think bringing it into more of a um, a teenage time here for like of kids who may be going through and and dealing with anxiety, I think it's 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 interesting for them to to do that, um, and I, I think it, it'll. I'm interested to see how they how they address that and and tackle that. I think forget some of the other emotions that they had on there, but um, that was the one that stuck out to me. Um, no disgust, though, right? Mindy Kaling's not back. Oh, I thought she was. Oh, I don't think she is. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure she. <laughs> oh well, All right. I think every, well, uh, everyone else is back. Maybe maybe they'll. Uh... Oh no, yeah, it's Lisa Lapira. Um, is going to be the new disgust. So mm, bummer. All right. Well, sorry, Mindy Haling. Disney and call you back. Um, after that's Final Fantasy Rebirth, which is the sequel to Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, that came out a few years ago. Uh, I think we've talked about this before, maybe possibly on our video game podcast or something. Um, I'm very big in the Final Fantasy world. I love all Final Fantasies. The Final Fantasy 16 was my favorite game of last year. Um, probably the year before that, or I don't know if it was a year or two before that final fantasy seven, the remake is, um, was my favorite game that year. Um, final fantasy seven is one of my favorite games of all time. So the fact that they're remaking it, um, I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't like how they're breaking this into like three different parts because I mean, if they want to go with the old, anyone, any of you, uh, younger kids listening, uh, games just come on CDs. If it was a long game, if it was a long game, like final fantasy seven, you had three CDs, so you had to like if you get Your the one grandma, part of the story. Let's get you inside. When you get one part of the story, it's you got to put you got to like find if you can't find another CD, you might as well just give up because you can't play anymore. Um, so they're doing a similar thing with this. Instead of three CDs, they're making you pay for three separate games, but they're giving you a full game's worth. So kind of, I can see the the point. Um, but it's um, why I'm interested is because it seems like they're doing a lot um, from the story from Final Fantasy VII, from the game that just came out a couple of years ago, the remake. It seems like they're diverting the story and doing something original with it um, while keeping some similar story elements to Rebirth. But I'm really excited for that. Uh, it comes out in the end of February, February 29th. I thought that was made up, but apparently it's a leap year this year. So nice. there we go. Um Dog. Next, I have Beverly Hills Cop Four. Um, Beverly Hills Cop Three is on. No, dude, I'm, I'm, and I'm being dead serious with this. I love the Beverly Hills Cop trilogy. I love them. I love them. I love them. Everyone, everyone, like, really craps on three and doesn't like three. I love three. I love them all. Eddie Murphy, like, that, that is like prime Eddie Murphy at that time, where like before you started doing like Pluto Nash and Norbit and all those other dumpster fire uh, movies. Um, Nutty Professor, I liked. But like after that, that's somebody you kind of like started trickling down. Like action, action movie Eddie Murphy is great, and and Beverly Hills Cop. Like I think one is one of my favorite comedies, like action comedies of all time. He's it, it's so great. I love the Axel Foley character. Um, when I saw the trailer for this, I was just like, I I was I was so pumped. I forgot they were even making it, 
they didn't uh, the only thing I'll they the, the title's really dumb. It's not Beverly Hills Cop Four, it's like Beverly Hills Cop Axel F. Um you know, for yeah. Axel Foley. It's stupid. Beverly Hills Four Cop Hills Foley F Axel. Call it forever. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop Forever. I don't care what you call it. <laughs> I don't care but anything but Axel F. Um I'm I'm extremely excited for this. Like I, I forgot I knew that they were like it was in talks for a while, but the fact that like I actually saw footage from it and dialogue, and I think like the basically the people from the original are um, are coming back outside of like Joseph Gordon-Levitt because he wasn't born when the original came out, and then um, Kevin Bacon's in it. So um, no, I'm all in, man. I'm I'm no joke. I wish I I would like I'm I'm so excited when I that was like my favorite thing I saw last year with out of a trailer. It was like the absolute opposite of how I felt when I watched the Madam Web trailer. Um. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I'm making an Adam, a Madam Web reference every episode until that movie comes uh, out. Can't wait. Only a couple more weeks. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, yeah. And then I have Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Um, the Planet of the Apes, the newest trilogy, uh, I think is probably the outside of Lord of the Rings, the best complete trilogy um, for for movies. Now, I think the first one's the weakest. Um, the second one fantastic it's one of my i think it's one of the best action movies like at least from and then the third trilogy is close up with woody harrelson i think it was great i i will say the third one is it's a little weird i like i, I rewatched it about two years ago and i was like all right i think it, it it definitely didn't end as great as i thought but then the fact that they announced that they were doing another trilogy at least another movie um i was all for it like i i think all those movies i've seen all three of those movies in theaters multiple times um and i and i own them all on on blu-ray like i've watched them i i I make a point to watch all of them um you know every every few years or so um not being directed by the same guy though uh what what's this guy's name um west ball who did the the maze runner movies which i'm not too excited about this guy did this but he's actually um he's on um He's supposed to be directing the um, Legend of Zelda movie that's coming out, hmm. and then um, a comic that I read a long time ago called Mouse Guard, which he's going to be directing that, which I'm very really? excited for. Really, I didn't know they were making a movie. Um, it's currently in pre-production, so God, I mean, take that for the grain of salt of whether or not they're actually sure. going to be doing it. Um, I'm very excited that they he has, they have faith in him to be doing that. But Kingdom of Playing Apes, the trailer for that, phenomenal, great. I'm 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 excited. May 25th, it'll be out. And then, uh, yeah, May 24th, I'm sorry. And then the last I have, and, and I know I'm probably, it, it's, is, uh, is Spaceman. So if you guys haven't seen, it's a very quick trailer. This is a Netflix. Adam, it's actually Adam, pronounced Spachemin. Spachemin. Um, this is the next um, Netflix Adam Sandler movie, which is more like a, like a sci-fi Adam Sandler movie. Um, I, I won't shy away from this. Adam Sandler drama movies, I, I love. Um, we got hustle, uh, my God, the uh, broken gems, which I think is, uncut gems is fantastic. Um, he did that one with Jennifer Aniston, which is kind of funny. The, the mirror mysteries, I enjoy them. Um, but I think this is, this um, looks like a very different for Adam Sandler. Um, I hope I'm not duped by the trailer on this because it's very quick, and I hope it's not something where they make it serious and then like you know he ends up landing on a planet and then brings home an alien and then like mm-hmm. the Adam Sandler starts going like or something like that. Like, <laughs> like, or start talking doing like funny voices. Um, but it, it, it looks definitely different than what Adam Sandler has done before. Um, 
So we'll see. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very interested when he does things that aren't, that aren't um, mid two thousands Adam Sandler. And I think he kind of is trying to do different things. And, and in my opinion, they work. Um, but yeah, it has like Paul Dano, Adam Sandler, Carrie Mulligan, and um, I forget who else was it at. But um, yeah, it's a uh, he's an orphan as a boy and raised in the Czech countryside by his grandparents. Overcomes his odds to become the country's first astronaut. I think Paul Dano plays an alien. It's got comedy written all over it, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, man. Uh, uh, IMDb, IMDb is, is adventure, drama, sci-fi. Ooh. Um, but the trailer is literally uh, – it's just March 1st. I thought they, they – I thought they moved it. All right. Um, but yeah, it looks um, – I, I the trailer – I need a full trailer, but the trailer is like literally like 15 seconds long. So. Gotcha. Yeah. What do you guys think? Go ahead. Shoot uh, them down. I, I see them. I see them. A lot of highs and lows in this list. Not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, Spaceman, I'm happy for you. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, as you like to say, I wasn't aware of this until you mentioned it. Um, so we'll see how good it is. Uh, my brother in Dune, uh, I love you. We'll be there for it. Um, yeah, we. I obviously gave my thoughts on Deadpool three, Inside Out two. I, I worry is a, is a cash grab, but you know, hopefully it has a lot of the heart um, that Disney is known for. But I worry that uh, it might lean a little bit more towards uh, being just a, a dollar cash grab for uh, sequel purposes. Uh, happy for you for fan Final Fantasy Rebirth. Um, Beverly Hills Cop 4, I've never actually seen any of the Beverly Hills Cop movies, um, so that might be worth a dive before this one comes out. Um, the Netflix of it is, is it a Netflix movie? Yes. That's yeah, the that's, only, that's yeah, the one thing deterring me, but I mean, I just because of my love of the franchise, I gotta yeah. be like. Yeah, you get, you're all in. I hear you. Um, and Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, I was excited by this because it sounds like it takes place in the very far future, uh, from the original trilogy. So... I really am with you on the love for the, the new trilogy. Um, and I'll be there to see this one. I'm just, I'm going in, um, a little bit, uh, with lowered expectations. I just, I hope that they, they have another winner on the, on their hands here, but, um, you know, the, the first trailer doesn't really give, give too much away. Um, so be interesting to see I, there from that perspective. One of the reasons, and and I've said before when we talk about the Oscars, I don't like the Oscars as much as other people and take yeah, into it's account. Not invited this it's, year. Uh, I'll be there. Um, uh, I will say, um, it's because Andy Serkis I'll got. Be there. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's because Andy Serkis should have been nominated for these movies. Like, there's mm. no doubt about it. And he was. It's it's considered one of the biggest snubs for me. So. I take that personally. The hand ratty, and that's when the lifelong grudge started. That's that's the Jordan, the Jordan, and I took that personally. Meme calls blood vendetta when circus didn't get nominated for that because it's it's a it's a crime. (laughs) Go ahead, Papa, round it out here for uh, for your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dune and Deadpool, we talked about Um, Inside Out too. Man, I'm really torn on this because I absolutely adore the first Inside Out, and I do think. From what I've read, Inside Out 2 sounds good, but there's been a very spotty track record of Disney sequels for anything outside of, like, Toy Story. And I just, um, yeah, I mean, I have the same concerns. I worry that it's a cash grab. Disney seems to be kind of 
in a rut right now. And um, hopefully this will be true to the original and it'll lift it out um, and it'll, it'll be as heartfelt as the original. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, I am looking forward to it, but I'm much more cautious uh, with my expectations. Final Fantasy Rebirth. Uh, this is another one I missed. Um, this is my most anticipated game for next year. Can't believe I left it off my list, but I'm glad you caught it. Um, and this is honestly like everything I'm playing now is just to get by until this game comes out, which I didn't realize it was coming out at the end of February. So we're actually not that far off. We're like a month and a half. I don't think anyone did. I think they were really pushing towards the end of the year. And then I think, uh, I don't know, it wasn't E3 because they pushed it. it the was Game something. Awards? Was it the Game Awards they dropped? No, it was before that. No, they, uh, no, it was before that. I forget what it was for, but then they like announced it. Because I think at the Game Awards, they already had it released. They were hoping there would be more. But there was like some some event, I think Sony said it, and they, yeah. they, they said February, and everyone was like, wow. Like, that was like five, it was like five or six months prior, which is crazy because... Normally, video games won't commit to that. They'll say, like, oh, second half of 2024. Yeah. Um, Beverly Hills Cop 4, absolutely out on. This is another <laughs> one of those where it's like, dude, 80s franchises, like, just leave them be. Harry, if you go to watch the original trilogy, I th- think you're not going to find them entertaining at all. Nice. For really? me, the first one, I don't think he's going to like it, no. it's uh. It's very... It's very 80s. Um, Harry does not like 80s. That's true. He likes 40s. Yeah, exactly. Um, Hey, I'm all in on Love Lies Bleeding, man. That looks looks cool. Well, yeah, but that's an 80s vibe. That's not an 80s movie. True. Maybe the Beverly Hills Cop happened in a a growing Hollywood in the 20s. (laughs) I'm in. Uh, For me, the first Beverly Hills Cop was really good. But um, after that, I check out. And yeah, Eddie Murphy, dude, he he's. He's just I don't I don't see a comeback for him, you know, like he's in terms of like making content. Yes, he's come back in terms of making quality content. I don't think it's. Happening. Hey, um, the one thing I will say about Eddie, man, if if uh, he seems like a pretty uh, I don't know, he seems like a family man to me, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, keep getting them checks, are brother. Are you kidding? You know, am <laughs> I? I don't know. I don't know either because I don't think he is. Uh, well, not sure. What? <laughs> why else? Is he, why else would he make those garbage movies other than to get them Wait. checks? For checks, yeah. yeah. Wait, not what was that? You don't think he's guy. what? Oh. Is he not a family, a family man? man? I don't think so. Right. I, I thought he had like a bunch of kids. That doesn't make you a family man. I mean, sure it does. <laughs> I'm, I'm not necessarily, no, but like he took a I'll, long time. I'll, I'll, I'll do some research. Many. I'll do some research <laughs> yeah. for, for the next episode. You're not like Philip Rivers. I don't think he has like like Listen, twelve kids. I, I'm all for a man uh, who. I think he's up there. I'm all for a man who uh, gets more than he deserves uh, from you know <laughs> <In> companies <laughs> and corporations and and catches him out for his family. So good sure. for him. I don't know. I mean, look, I, he oh, that he movie he, he did. Yeah, see, um, that movie he did with uh, Jonah Hill, I thought was okay, and um, you there was people. one other movie. What? Yeah, you people, yeah. I thought was okay, and uh, I feel like there was another one recently. Oh, it was, um, oh, coming to coming to America too. That was bad. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought it was okay, but again, it's like, why do we need a sequel? Why are we revisiting this? And it's the same thing with Beverly Hills Cop. Like nobody's asking for this. 
He's just trying to get that easy money, and hey, if he gets it, sure, but I'm not going to be there. What about um, um, Dolomite is My Name? Did you watch that? That was a good movie. I didn't. That's no. good. Okay. Well, uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. So it's funny because when I first saw the trailer for this, I was very into it, and I'm like, oh, dude, I didn't even know this was coming out. Like, super hyped for this. Absolutely loved the last trilogy. But after having seen this trailer about 27 times in theaters, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll definitely be there to see it, but um, something does not feel quite right. And I think maybe it's the apes talking, um, you know, the, the orangutan who's got a twinkle in his eyes saying, you haven't seen everything. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. It comes off a little weird, whereas... And I look, I know that they talked in the original series and they talked in the um the I think it was the Tim Burton movie. Um less said about that the better. But like one of the things I liked about the original trilogy for this universe was that it it was not so far forward that it was um we were at this point. You know, the apes were still uh, using sign language and you know uh, uh, grunting as as dialect and stuff, and I think I think this takes place like a hundred years later, so it's not like super far future, but it's just um, I don't know. It's weird seeing talking apes, which it shouldn't be for me because I see men fly and wear spandex and stuff like that. But here we are. I don't know. I'll be there, not super anticipating it, but hopefully it'll exceed expectations. And uh, Spaceman, I guess you guys aren't 30 Rock fans. Have either of you seen 30 Rock? No. Okay, so Chris Parnell, uh, former SNL cast member, plays a doctor on it, Dr. Leo Spaceman, and he's like, it's pronounced Spachemin. Uh, it's a recurring oh, okay. bit. Very funny, <laughs> which is where my call came from. Um, I haven't heard anything about this, but it does sound intriguing. If this is... Is this supposed to be a drama? I know you said it was like drama it's adventure. Like, it's a drama adventure sci-fi. So it's supposed to be, it's not like, I, I guess, it, it, I don't see comedy anywhere this on isn't, it. If that's... This is not based on an actual event, right? No. No, because I think okay. I think Paul Dano is supposed to, from what I read it, I mean, that description is a little weird, but I think Paul Dano is supposed to be like an alien in it, that he befriends or something. Or Okay. In that <clears> case, I'm out. If this were a, if this were a um, dramatization of like the first astronaut going to space in the space race from like the USSR, uh, I think his name was like Alexi something. I might be wrong with that. Um, I would be. Yeah, in. this is like this is sci-fi element to it. Yeah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> sorry, Sandler. Maybe next time. Give me uncut gems too. Let's go. <laughs> sure. Unhinged. Um, yeah. This was an anxiety-inducing movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's so good. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Spachemin, no thanks. Um, so I don't know. You got some good stuff on here and some other stuff. Mm, All right. Really That's fair. For. All right. Uh, okay. That wraps up our list. Hey, hit us up. Let us know what your most anticipated uh, movies, TV shows, hey, music, video games, whatever, content for 2024 is and uh we'd like to hear it thank you guys so much for tuning in as always uh welcome to the new year 2024 hope you guys have a healthy and happy 2024 uh hands anything for the peeps 
Go Eagles. Ugh. God. Come on, bro. That might be the worst thing you've ever said. <laughs> all right. Welcome welcome to 2024 where our all Philadelphia's heart's going to be broken in a matter of four oh, days. Uh, the Sixers will all jump on the Sixers bag. <laughs> yeah, they lost today. They yeah, lost but tonight. everybody will be in. Don't worry about it. All right. Uh, no, thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully, you know, you listened for the new year. And uh, if you're new to the podcast, go listen to some of our old stuff. Uh, if you're an older listener, then go listen again. Um, but yeah, just, uh, if anything, anything you think that we should, uh, you want us to talk about or any suggestions or any movies, um, don't forget Madam web does come out oh, in a few God. weeks. So we will be covering that in at, le- at great length. Um, you're not even so going to yeah. see it, bro. Like, I don't know what you're no, talking I about. I will not. Unless that's I think not going to be covering my toilet seat, bro. <laughs> unless, unless I think it's downloaded to Quibi or something, I am not watching it. I got, I got some news uh, for Quibi you references. about Quibi, by the way, after the pod. Yeah. So <laughs> might be disappointed. Yeah. We'll catch it on Vine. Yeah, no, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, have, a, have a happy and healthy 2024. Uh, look forward to uh, future pods. Got a lot to go through this year. Um, also about Eddie Murphy, uh, doesn't seem like much of a family man, but he's got a lot of kids he's got to take care of. So, uh, you Hold know, it. get them, yeah, he needs them checks. get them checks, my guy. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, happy for you. The OG Haunted Mansion royalties from Disney Plus ain't cut. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> hey, his catalog is actually pretty interesting. But I digress. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, have a good two weeks, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yes. Uh, Thank you guys again. Love y'all. And we'll catch you on the flip. As always, make sure you live spicy. spicy.